Howdy, everybody. I'm Cisco Naira with Humidity Podcast, the sister of Humidity, Houston's bike courier zine. This was a bike messenger zine that started back in 1998. It ran month to month for tres años. It was about the bike messenger lifestyle and culture. Now we're bringing it to you in audio. We are continuing the conversation a decade and a half later with a new perspective from H-Town to the world. We'll be talking to ex-bike messengers, current bike messengers, and friends of bike messengers. So sit back, take a ride, and enjoy the show. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the Humidity Podcast. Uh, This is episode number 10. Thanks for joining us. And today, uh, I have the honor and privilege to sit down with one of my favorite bike messengers from Dallas. Uh, I actually... Uh, one of my main dudes. Uh, we're very similar in so many ways. <laughs> almost too similar. As he's almost like my doppelganger of, of bike messenger, but in Dallas. But uh, here we go. Uh, I'd like to introduce Mr. Mike Frazier. Mike, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I got coffee and water, and I'm living. I'm good. <laughs> Actually, that was uh, one thing when I texted you earlier. I said. Uh, <laughs> I was like, Mike, let's let's get some because you are probably one of the biggest coffee drinkers. Uh, that yeah, I know. Man. Yeah. Well, I remember when I first met you, you were like, "Oh man, I think I'm." A, it was at nighttime after an event or something. It's like I just need a cup of coffee. I was like, "Dude, it's nine o'clock at night." I know. You're like, I could go to bed right now after I drink this. Yeah. Coffee. I was like, "No way, dude. No yeah. way." So. And I and, and I still do. I don't do it as much as I used to because I'm like old and shit now. But you're not. Old, but yeah. Dude. But yeah, I can. I can go. It, it's just, it's coffee just fucking, it mellows me out, man. I mean, I, I can fall asleep, literally fall asleep 10 minutes after I drink a cup of coffee. Yeah, you're one of maybe five people that can do that. Actually, one of my clients right now, like, she's the same way. She's like, Yeah. I drink my coffee and I go straight to sleep. I was like, How do you do that? Yeah. Now, I have so, to get up and pee a lot. Yeah. But I'll go to sleep. <laughs> So, hey, man, thank you for coming. Actually, Mike just uh, came in. Uh, he's from Dallas. He's actually was in Galveston this weekend with his fam. And he drove down to, or drove up to Houston to have this interview. Thank you for giving yeah. me some time for oh, this. Oh, it's my pleasure, man. And, uh, man, let's start off with, uh, man, name some AKAs, man. Like AKAs. Uh, give me some Dallas AKAs. And I know Houston gave you some AKAs. Man, too, I forgot, man I've so. forgotten a bunch of them. Probably my, probably my favorite Probably my favorite is is a uh, is the name you guys gave me, which was Trucker Mike, and that was because I it, and I'm surprised I don't have one on today. But I always wear the trucker caps. Yes, that you know, was it. and they're and you know trucker caps are so fucking popular nowadays. It's it's a fad and whatever. It's stupid. But but back <laughs> then, I I remember I came down. Um, it was for one of the solstice races, and um and I had some red trucker cap. It's actually a. A cap that I'm wearing in the in the old uh, the 2001 Solstice video yeah. is some red red fucking cap I got at a thrift store somewhere. I it, I forgot what it said on it, but it was something like super 70s. Yeah, it was but definitely it, authentic. Like yeah, it was from yeah, it was it was OG. Yeah, yeah, it was OG. But um, that. but that's when you guys gave me Trucker Mike. I had another one down here too, but I can't remember what it is. I don't know if you would remember or not, but I mean it's been ages ago now. But up in Dallas, probably one of my most favorite favorite my most famous uh, <laughs> AKAs was uh, Furious Frazier. 
Furious Fraser. Furious Fraser. Who gave you that? Dude? It had to be, you know, uh, someone else. You know, it was probably Gil. It was probably Steve right. Gil. How did you get that, dude? Did Man, you know, I, used, dude, I used to get mad all the fucking time. About what? Runs? About runs. Because like it was just run. about bullshit runs. About bullshit runs or, you know, that bullshit when it's, when it's you know, 555. And you get some fucking run, like, way the hell out in the middle of nowhere. And I used to get so raged, dude. I'd throw my bike out in the street or I'd do some ridiculous shit, man. Actually, I've never heard that one. Furious Fraser. Man, that's all I can think of right now. But it's been, God, I put some years in, dude. I can't remember, and my, my brain is going. Yeah. Like, fading. It's funny, like, <laughs> since I've been doing these these podcasts, like, when I talk to somebody, like, I would be like, they tell the story, and I was like, oh, my God, I would have never remembered that until you told me that. I know. You know well, I'm, Even though I'm, I was there. I'm sure I, you and I will have a lot of shit pop up during this, so. Yeah, so uh, let's tell, uh, w- w- what year did you start in downtown? I uh, started, Dallas? I started in the fall of 99, Oh, damn, okay. Yeah, so back even pre, before Y2K, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fall of 99. I started in the fall of 99, and um, I started with a company that's gone now, been gone for a long damn time, but Dallas crew will remember um, Uptown Express. Uptown Express. It was the coolest fucking joint, dude. It, um, he operated, it was Kelly, uh, the, the owner was Kelly Reed, and, um, Name sounds familiar. Uh, he um, he was the coolest guy, man. He operated out of an old gas station over what? near over near um, Wait, near I Deep Ellum. Wait, I went to that. I went to that. There was like one of a checkpoint. Was he there? Yeah, we, I'm, sure we, there a a I'm was, like, sure we had a checkpoint there. I'm sure we had a checkpoint at some race. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember that place before. It's I mean the building's long gone now. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of cool now. Um, and I've, I'm sure I've got a picture of it on my phone or Facebook or some stupid shit. But they tore the building down because they redid uh, Good Latimer and they took away the, the art tunnel years ago now and they put in train tracks and all this stupid shit. And, um, but they kept the back wall of that whole building and it's a bunch of art graffiti and stuff on it now. But it's cool because if, you know, if you know where and when it was, you recognize that back wall. And at one end... At one end, uh, the art on it is um, a bunch of sharks, like underwater stuff, and there was a bunch of, um, uh, like, coral things looking up off to one side, and it's all the pipes that went to, like, the toilet and the sink and oh, stuff, really? and they left them there, and it looks like coral pieces. They did a really nice. cool job of it, nice. but it's kind of neat that we still have that memento for people that know the yeah. back wall of Uptown Express was, is still there. Yeah. So. so how long do you work for them, man? Man, I didn't. I didn't work for them for very long. Uh, God, four, six months. Oh, damn, that's short. Not very long. Yeah, not very long. Getting your feet wet. Yeah. You know, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was a weird beginning for me because I um. I hated it. I hated it, man. Wow. I got well. I got started in the. You know, I'd never done it before. I I had been a driver for like a year before that. And, um, and I'd always wanted to be a bike courier, you know, and I'd go through downtown and I remember I stopped and asked one dude, I remember, I remember who it was, but I can't remember his name right now. But anyway, um, asked one dude, you know, that, you know, the typical, how do I become a bike messenger question? Do, 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 look at me. But anyway, um, he, uh, 
And and this dude was fucked up all the time, man. So I barely got an answer out of him because he was probably high as shit at the moment. But anyway, <laughs> and um, and he gave me the typical answer, you know, oh, I don't know, call a company and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And um, and then eventually, oh, I, see, I'm remembering shit now. Okay. Um, roll with that. Yeah, I know. Um, and I think I, I think I just one day decided to call. I had driven by Uptown Express several times because if you go through Deep Element stuff, you're going to go by there. You would recognize it. Uh-huh. Um, and I think I just thought, you know what, I'm just going to call him and see what happens. And I called him, and I was like, hey, I'm a courier now, and I would like to become a bike courier. How do I do that? And he was like, you know what? Coincidentally enough, the guy that works for me now is leaving, is like quitting on me um, in a couple days. He's like, so I need to fill this spot. If you're interested in coming down or coming down and ride with him, see what you think, and give it a go. I was like, all right, cool. So um, I, he basically said, show up tomorrow morning. Um, do you have a bike? Do you have a helmet? I was like, well, I have a bike. All right, come on, whatever. That's right, because you guys were mandatory to wear helmets when you're out. You know what? That's, that's another. That's a whole other story. I'm getting there. Okay. Right. And <laughs> so anyway, I showed up the next morning. I think it was on a Friday because I think. It was Brett, not Brett Egner, oh, not yeah, Egner, yeah. Brett, um, oh, if he hears this, he's going to be pissed. I can't remember his last name right now. Uh, Brett Strauss. Strauss? No, that's another guy. Anyway, Brett. Uh, we called him Hairdresser Brett because he was a hairdresser because he, he, uh, he became a hairdresser later on. We called him Hairdresser Brett. I think I might have met him at an event or something. Uh, well, surprisingly enough, we had several Bretts, so we had to distinguish them. So this was hairdresser Brett. Brett. Anyway, and uh, Egner was just Egner. But anyway, so I went down and I met Brett, and he was like, all right, get shit, let's go. So he took me riding around, and he took me on a run that went through the center of downtown. And you're right, back in the day, it was mandatory. It was never a law, but it was an ordinance that you had to wear a bike helmet. Anyway, I'm riding with Brett, I didn't have a helmet on. Fucking bike cop pulls us both over, and he's like, hey, where's your helmet? And I was like, hey, man, I'm the, I'm just riding along with him to see if I want to do this job. I'm not even officially hired yet. Oh, bullshit. You guys you guys know you're supposed to wear a helmet. Don't give me that shit. Blah, 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 blah. Boom. First day, fucking helmet ticket, man. Oh, no. And I was like, damn. I was like, so I didn't, I didn't realize at the time, but that was probably fucking strike one as far as doing this job. But anyway, so I rode around with him, and I guess I did okay, and um. And next Monday I started, and um, lit and jump forward. I started in the fall, so you know, starting in the fall, especially up north, up north, way up north in Dallas, um, you know, you're getting into the rainy season. It's going to start getting cold. This, that, and the other. So that was I started and led into that, where I, I remember it was so rainy that year and um, that fall. And it was so rainy, and it got so cold, and I remember just huddling up in buildings and stuff, and I remember just not liking it. And I remember at one point in time, during when I was with Uptown, I was talking with Zena, and she I was, was complaining. She, she was down there at the time. She was down there. She started probably... Shout out to Zena. What's up, girl? Hey! <laughs> get your ass to work. Anyway... <laughs> Because it's Monday, so she should be working. But anyway, um, she was probably down there four to six months ahead of me. 
She was before, she got down there before I did. But anyway, I remember I was sitting there complaining to her about something one time, and I know it was in that first six months, and she got irritated that I was complaining about the job, you know, because she was probably super psyched about it, and I was just sitting there complaining. And I remember she told me, if you don't like it so much, get a different fucking job. Straight up. And I was like, oh, that fucking, that's harsh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Zena. She's going to tell you what she's thinking, yeah. you know? I, I really like her, dude. I, I love Zena to death. I mean, how can you not? Yeah. You know? She's, but anyway. She's good people. She's good people. Yeah. And I think it was right then, I think I had a little bit of realization. And I was like, you know what? She's right. You know, I'm doing a badass job. There's no boss hanging over my head. This, that, and the other. But it was just a little bit of, ah, she's kind of right. Anyway, let's say at the end of being with Uptown, um, we had, a, we had a Trammel Crow. That was our big client. And um, somebody at Trammel Crow said something to Kelly about me having tattoos. And they didn't like me being in there having tattoos and stuff. And with Kelly being a small operation, he, um, he sat me down and talked. He was like, man... He's like, I don't, he's like, I don't know what to do. He's like, I need Trammel, I don't need Trammel Crow pissed off at me. And I don't know if I can have you in there with the tattoos and stuff. And I told him, I was like, well, I can cover up as best I can. Actually, no. He had me cover up when he hired me. I used to wear um, sleeves, just pull up sleeves. And I think I got to where I wasn't wearing them just because I, I hated wearing them. Yeah. And, um, and he was like, man, I think he told me you're supposed to be covered up. And you're not covered up. And he didn't really fire me, but he was kind of like, I don't know if this is going to work out. So um, so I left. I left downtown, and I went and, I went and did some other bullshit for a little while. But um, I was seeing this girl, and stuff started not working out and everything. And then I was jobless, and she was pissed that I was jobless, blah, 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 blah. You need to get a job, blah, 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 blah. And... That's when I think I thought about again, you know what, that bike courier thing wasn't that bad of a gig. I'm going to see if I can, maybe I can get back down there. And that's when I went downtown. I went back downtown. I, I got hired on with uh, Courier Network. And they were a cool, they were really fucking cool because they were in, a, in one of the older buildings uh, down near the West End. And... Um, it was an old. It was it was an old factory kind of building, you know, that they had renovated, and there was a ton of offices and stuff in there, and it was just neat. I mean, you know, you go in some of these old, big wood buildings, and there's just the smell, I love and I love that. I love that stuff. Um, I don't get to go in those enough nowadays, but anyway, anyway, got a job on with them, and I dug it. It was just it was cool. I dug it, and I think that's about the time when I met you, and it just you know, as far as the bike courier. Uh, life kind of developed better from there than it did with my first stint with the first company. So I forgot what the original question was. I kind of ranted on that, but anyway. Well, I guess I'll start the story how I met you. Uh, but close your eyes for a second. See if you remember something. Okay. <laughs> I still have those. Open them. Holy shit. Damn. You remember where those came from? That's gross. <laughs> were these mine? Those are yours, dude. Okay. Okay. For the I think I, rem- I think I remember where you're going with this now. But yeah, yeah, we sparked a memory. You're right. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. 
Damn. Back in 2000. Shit. They don't smell. I just watched them. They don't smell at all. I just watched it. What's funny is we're doing this, yeah, and the people are like, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. So I uh, I met Mike uh, one day. It was like in maybe November, but I was throwing the fourth annual winter solstice, mm-hmm. and I, me and Mason Courtney, which I interviewed already, I think episode two. Okay, yeah. Uh, we drove up to Dallas, and I was trying to recruit racers for the solstice. Now, that would have been 2000. Yeah, 2000. No, that was two thousand one. Oh, no, it was before we came. Time? We came one up. Time? We came up to for another one before. where you had a checkpoint in that old fucking busted ass industrial building off to the northeast, or something like that. I, I get fucking turned around in Houston, so don't quote me on directions. But it was but it was downtown at a plaza. Uh-huh. It wasn't out of a house or anything, and it wasn't over on over by Stitcher. It was out of a plaza in downtown, and you were sending us off one by one. Like a time staggered time. start. Yeah, staggered start because this one was... That would have been 2000. 2000. Okay, yeah. you got... Okay, so 2000. Yeah. Yeah, so, you came down a month before. Okay, so not the, not the fourth annual. This is the third annual. So it's been the third. Annual. So uh, I, I drove down there, and it wasn't as cold in Houston as it was in Dallas. So I really yeah. came underdressed. It was you and fucking Yeti. Oh, what's it? Yeah, I, I think, think it was, was fucking. Mason, dude. Uh, it may have been three of you, but I'm pretty sure Yeti was there. Uh, it might have been because I took off like during a work day because I knew you yeah. guys were working, and I was like, "Yeah, the only way I can catch these guys is they're at work." So I took off during a work day, and it might have been Yeti too. I think it was Yeti, and we all three jumped in the car, took our bikes, and I drove up to Dallas, mm-hmm. and we jumped out, and we just kind of just. Actually, what it was, it was really, when we got to Dallas, it was freezing, dude. Like, I think it was, it was cold. It might have been raining, And I too. remember what you were riding, because I was driving, and I was like, oh, there's a bike messer right there, and I kind of pulled over, and you are riding that orange independent fabrication that was too big for you, dude. It, yeah, it wasn't orange. It wasn't orange. It was and I got that motherfucker from Brett, yeah. from hairdresser Brett. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And that dude was tall as fuck. Yeah, and I was like, dude. But it was purple and green. Okay. It was purple and green. I had I orange wheels on it. Oh, yeah. That's I had orange, orange wheels orange on it. wheels on it. And uh, you went into a building, and I pulled over to the side. And I was that like, was um, the KTMY building, 703 Commerce. Yeah. I remember. I was like, we'll just wait out here for a second. We'll <laughs> yeah. Because I. Uh, you were in the car. Cool. Yeah, I was in yeah. the car. And finally, you came out, and I was like, hey, man, I'm from Houston, and that's how I met you. I was yeah. Like, we're throwing this race and we're trying to buy where do y'all hang out we're, we're trying to find out where y'all hung out yeah and then uh you're like hey we're over here and uh i told you go to go over to uh, courier corner yeah so like we went to the courier corner and <coughs> yep. it was free i didn't have any gloves on and i was just bare knuckle and i was my hands were fucking free i was like yeah and you said oh man i got some spare gloves all right, I, you did. Did you live close by downtown or something at the time? Yeah, because y'all lived at that like, did I live, complex or something. Did I live in the apartments then? Yeah, it was all y'all. It was like, of course, like I the must have commune. <laughs> it was. Yeah, like, it was. Number of bike messengers live there. Yeah, and, it was uh, just this little two story. Well, it was. It was that two. This was cool. There was a couple. Of it was fucking dope there. as shit. Yeah. I still miss it. Yeah. I still, of course, they I wouldn't live there. Then they put like a oh the, a giant the, fucking condo bullshit yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like everything is gone up up there. But it was two. Two-story shotgun-style mm-hmm. buildings shotgun. with an alley with an alley in between, yeah. and yeah, we called it the Courier Apartments. Yeah. I mean, fucking me. Let's see, I lived there. Brett, uh, Jenny, Jenny, Jenny Purcell lived there. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. and uh, Tony, Tony Hermelosa, who owns Go Green Couriers now, uh-huh. he was there. 
I don't think Rob was there. No. Not Rob. Well, not Rob or Rob. We have two Robs. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, yeah, there was a bunch of us there. And uh, Andy. Andy lived Andy. there. Oh, Andy man, was I there. I see Andy. He's I, I one still, of my favorite I still see him every yeah. once in a while. Really? I, I haven't yeah. spoken to him in maybe 10 years. Yeah. He's still he's, he's driving for Tony uh, uh, with Go Green, and I'll see him in the post office every once in a while. And, did, and, and didn't he'll, Danny live there, too? Danny? Yeah. No, Danny had his his fucking weed house. <laughs> his fucking his his indoor plantation. Yeah. 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 No, he lived in a house uh off to the east on the east side of off Ross Avenue area. But anyway. Anyway, go ahead. So, Courier uh, Corner. So I went to meet you at the Courier Corner and then like I, I think you were living there and you're like, Hey man, I got some gloves at the house and we were hanging out just freezing. Yeah. And you went and got some and brought it. I was like, dude, thanks so much and I remember. So what Mike has and what he's actually seen, they're a pair of like old style BMX mongoose gloves that have been beat to hell. Yeah, dude. And I still, that was back in 2000. So those, you know, I wore them. I came and I washed it and wore them. Still yeah. As a messenger and that's, 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 yeah. that's some I, I remember, shit, dude. I, I saved them. I was like, dude, trucker, trucker Mike gave these to me. So like I've had them ever since. I even know where I got these. I know where I got these where? motherfuckers. When I started, when I first fucking started, or even before I started, I fucking I wanted a mountain bike. You know, whenever we go, when everybody goes to buy a mountain bike, they buy some fucking stupid, just ragged ass bike. I bought a fucking mongoose full suspension from fucking Walmart. What? And when I bought that beast fucking oh god, dude, that thing had to bend fucking fifty pounds. Yeah. Anyway, when I bought that bike, because I I just wanted a mountain bike at the time. When I bought that bike, I bought these gloves with it. Matching gloves. Matching gloves. Well, they were both orange, so, yeah. you know, you got to coordinate. Yeah. And um, that's where I got these gloves when I bought that stupid mountain bike. Yeah. And I think I started on that mountain I know Are I started on, I started on that funny, mountain bike. Right? Everyone who has started a messenger or became a messenger, like, I would say 80%, I would say maybe 75%, like, Always had like some. Always started off with some busted ass bike back in the day. Yeah. Not now. Now yeah, these days, no. Nowadays, you got all these right. fucking high dollar fucking yeah, fixie you're right. fucks. You're right. You're right. All these stupid hipster but kids. Back in the nineties, it was like, something busted, man. Started off with a busted ass. Yeah. Fucking some Peugeot yeah. mountain bike that didn't shift Actually, or something. I started off with a Raleigh. That was too big. It was like a 21-inch Raleigh. Yeah, that's too big for you. Beast. It was a <laughs> bike. It was kind of like you on that Independent, dude. It was too oh, yeah. big for me. And yeah. I was like, but, and then I just upgraded within a couple of months. Yeah, you upgrade pretty quick once you see other what yeah, other guys are riding. And then, yeah. One thing, Mike, that I guess that I want to bring up to is like, man, you actually changed the game for me. Shit, how's that? Uh, I was going to bust that on you. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, you always had, like, the sickest, illest builds of bikes, like, every time I saw you. Like, actually, I, we bartered a couple of bikes in the past. Yeah. You know, seeing. Yeah. Uh, I took one of your bikes, too. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> damn, we can talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So, uh, this is going to be a long-ass fucking interview. <laughs> I'm telling you now. You fuckers better have so, two hours yeah. to listen to this shit. <laughs> so... Um. Yeah, you changed my game. Like I always. Okay, when I became a messenger, we were all mountain bikers, just straight up. Like there were. You guys no, did a lot down there. There were a couple of like Tim Blakey was a strictly road biker. Uh, there was another Jesse Lee was kind of uh, 
kind of into the road biking more, but there weren't really any road bikers in downtown. Mm-hmm. Fixed gear didn't even exist or track bikes. There, yeah, yeah. It was all we were all mountain bikers, and then like on the weekends, we went mountain biking. Yeah, like that's what we did. We were just straight mountain bikers. We weren't into any kind of culture of bike messengers. I mean, that's what we did. We drank beer and we rode mountain bikes yeah. and delivered mail on mountain bikes. Yeah. So, yeah. but like when I went to Dallas and met you, I saw how you kind of tricked out that Andy. You know, you had it all tricked out, but it was it was big. Tricked it out, had that seat slammed all the way yeah. down. Uh, yeah, it was like a pimp, dude. <laughs> it was all tricked out in some way, but like, uh, like. You you kind of like opened my brain to like, dude, look at the way you tricked out this bike, and then from there, like I just got, like I was the one in downtown that was always tricking out my bikes, like yeah. doing something to it that was extraordinary, <clears throat> or trying to find like some type of comfort of riding, like yeah. tricking out a bike, yeah. But at the same time, with with color and gears, the different you know setup, single speed to. I mean, I did do fixed gear for a long time, too, but even road bikes and mountain bikes, yeah, you know, yeah. I was tricking those out, too, at the time. But, yeah, man, you you actually changed, like, the way I, I did my setup yeah. bikes. Man, that's like, awesome. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool to hear. Yeah. So. Now, see, by the same token, when you came down and – or came up, uh, when I met you and uh, – talk to you and yeti and whoever the fuck was else in the car when you were telling me and, and we've already strayed off of this story but anyway when i met you and eventually came down here for the solstice and i remember at some point in time um d d branham which was a guy he was kind of the guy that um he was there he was kind of the spearheader when i started downtown he was like the Bike, mess- bike messenger extraordinaire. Like, I know what the fuck is to do with all of this shit. Somehow, he got a copy of Humidity. I don't know how, but we passed it all around. Like, I remember he had it. He may have given it to Xena, and I eventually got my hands on it, and I was a greedy little fuck. I kept it. I was like, I'm keeping this shit because I liked it. You know, we were kind of supposed to be passing it around and go, hey, everybody check this out. And I'm like, no, boom, right in my pocket. So I kept that and I still have it. But anyway. Do you remember what issue that was? Oh, fuck. If I saw it, I would. It was. Remember what was on the cover? It was one of the, again, if I saw it, it was within the first six. Like five or six. Yeah. It was was either three, five, or six. And I'm just guessing. For some reason, I know it wasn't four. But it was like three. It was probably five or six. Yeah. Probably like that. It was green. It was a light green cover. I remember oh, that's that. Issue two then. No, no, no. It wasn't oh, issue two. It was later than that. Later than that. Two. It might have been blue. Yeah. I, I, and I looked at yeah. these just the other day before I came up. Yeah. Um, I was showing my kids. I was like, oh, look what daddy used to do. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> but anyway, seeing all that stuff, um, I think is where you made me made me proud to be a bike messenger. And I was like, man, there's more to this than just fucking delivering bullshit papers to people, you know? There's, a, there's, there's something here. There's people. You know, there's the bikes. There's the life. There's the this, that, and the other. And, and it's, you know, still to this day, I mean, you know, I'm still working. Still to this day, I mean, every single piece of that sticks has stuck with me yeah. for fucking 19 years now. Yeah. So still to this day, man. Damn. Well, close your eyes. I got something else. Oh, for you, shit. Dude. I can't take it. <laughs> All right. Oh, damn. 
damn, there's my there's my ep, there's my issues I'm missing. Yeah, actually, I, I need two more. I haven't had a chance to go to the okay. shop, but uh, I I got those. There's three of them. Three of okay. the five, <clears throat> I think. I need to print two more for you. Nice. But there's the add to collection, and let me tell you, dude, you're one of four people that have the whole collection still that saved it. Oh yeah. Like everyone else, either lost them in transition or. Man, I'm a hoarder, dude. I keep shit, man. Yeah, I, I actually have every. I say, of course, I've, I've saved every single one. I want to see that fucker squirrel. Uh, <laughs> what I wouldn't give to see squirrel fucking skid down the dude, road again. It's been forever, dude. Works down the, Chris Wathen has a company, and he works with Chris. Is he working today? Squirrel. Uh, yeah. When we get He's done with this, yeah, we we I can call him and see because he always comes to the office like once or twice a day to yeah. pick up. Uh, when we get done with this, papers. I got it, dude. So, I got to see Squirrel, dude. Yeah, we'll call him. And in, in June, if we can hook June, up with June, June too. June still works in downtown. I know. Like I'll, I know. Hell, you can jump on one of my bikes and we can just ride down there and uh, I'll call him. And yeah, can, you got flats, I, dude. We can take a ride. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I owe you two more. Uh, maybe two. Uh, you know what? Episodes. I've got I've got the numbers that I sent you, but we'll do yeah, that later. Yeah. So. And I mean, I still got to do that and print some, but I still have all. The, you know the ones I couldn't give you because I just had one issue left. Well, I mean, and if you got to if you got to physically make a net, yeah, then I under, that yeah. is no big deal. Yeah, just yeah, just have. I just I've got so many of them, and I'm only missing a few, and I'm like, oh, I got to complete complete my collection, man. I only printed I think 46. That ever. was my favorite flyer. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that fucking yeah, Solstice uh, flyer where you had the fucking messenger bag on Sam Houston. Oh, uh, yeah. That was yeah. excellent, dude. Nice. I love that. Shit, hold on. All right. And I'm going to decline. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're busy. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, uh, I'm, I'm glad. Actually, you're probably two people I know for sure that have brought it up to me in, in the past years. Man, I still have all my issues, you know? Oh, man. I'll yeah. even... And <clears throat> I cringe. I absolutely <laughs> cringe when I when I look at those things because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, because I always wrote an intro. Oh, yeah. The, oh, my God. See, like, now I got to look. I didn't even know how to write. Like, I would just express... I, like... I yeah, but now or anything like that, like I read back, I was like, I can't believe I wrote that. Like I would forget words. Yeah, but nowadays that's something. the. But nowadays that's the that's the that's the beauty in it. Yeah. Looking back, you know. Yeah. That's like, the that's the that's not the beauty. That's what am I trying to say? The. Um, like I can't. I don't know. Whatever. Like, yeah, that's what's attractive about it to us it nowadays. Was like a scum, you know, you know, like a like. Oh yeah, like I was like, I can't believe I printed that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it wouldn't be that bad, but it would be. You know, um, yeah, it would be some like I had a couple people write to me like I had this one mom. I think I've told this story before, but she wrote a letter to the editor. She's like, I can't believe like you need to hire an editor and la la la. Like, was that in one of the uh, yeah, one I, of the issues? I, I, I remember actually, reading that. I actually put that that yeah, letter. She I've read that. Dude, was, I've read all of them. It fucking. was somebody's <laughs> mom. One of the messengers' yeah. mom. Because it was somebody's that. mom that just like just like kept up and kind of kind of kind of took care of you guys yeah she kind i never met the woman but you know she yeah would i remember reading and, about her yeah she you know was like i read these episodes these you know these issues and they're funny as shit and just need some help with the editing and then like <laughs> I, I actually there was your some, shit's busted you need yeah. some help <laughs> yeah they were quite a there were some messages that are really educated, like great writers. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. A lot of them helped me out a lot. Thank you to all those guys. And it was during the time when 
I mean, I really couldn't type that fast. So, like, uh, sometimes I would dictate <laughs> my my intro to some people, and they would just who could get it done faster. Yeah, just yeah. To get it more done efficiently. Faster. Yeah. yeah, and uh, they helped me out uh, uh, greatness. Yeah, with that as well. But yeah, that was that was a trip. Like, I mean, now uh, trying to do this on on audio and. I got that camera right there. Yeah, video, I know. You know, that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be good to uh, see. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of I kind of wish you had it already going. That'd right, be fun to have too. video. Well, I'm always gonna invite you back, dude, because there's actually oh, yeah. too many stories to tell. Oh, there's, you know what I'm there's way like too this, much. So. I mean, what have we covered? We've been doing this how long now? Well, we're at 31 minutes. 31 minutes, so, and yeah, we've covered we have, one year yeah, of 19. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, it can go on and. And on and on. Cause, yeah. I, mean, I have a ton of stories myself, but like the you know main thing is just like talking to you guys and and seeing what you guys remember from back in that day. Oh yeah. Or that time. I mean, dude, we're almost, that was almost twenty years ago. It's a long damn time ago, man. Ago, you know? And we both uh, all of us have been started. through a, all of us have been through a bunch of shit. Yeah, too. yeah. So. And for those, Mike is you're still an active messenger, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell I us still about that. tell us how it is today. How it is today in Dallas, Texas. It's fucking hot. Um, <laughs> like temperature wise, not exciting. <laughs> um, but it gets cold out there though, too. It can. Yeah. It can get cold. I mean, not like you know, not like upper Midwest cold and shit like that. But it gets it gets colder than it does for you guys. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, I've been up actually. There we for had a couple of races and yeah, froze my ass off there. Yeah. Man. Yeah. During the race. During the race. Yes. And you just got to pedal fucking faster. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. <laughs> How is it today? Um, yeah. You know what? Like everybody's going to say, uh, it's not the same since, you know, the crash. You know, since our since the, since the industry crash that we had back in, with the internet and e-file and all that shit. And I, everybody's going to say that. But uh, it's not bad. Um I enjoy the shit out of it. It's not what it was. You're not sitting at Courier Corner. You're not hanging out with your buddies all the time. There's uh, there's three of us oh, downtown. I was, I was gonna ask you, like, how many guys are left? There's three. Me, Zena. What? Yeah, yeah. Zena's still there, man. What about Buster? No, huh? no. Buster. Um, well, he, he's not there. He's quote unquote retired. How old is Buster these days? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Eighty. <laughs> um, now he's a. Uh, He's not 70, um, and there's no, there's no way he's 70, but I think he's out of his 50s. So I'm going to say early, mid-60s okay, without, that, without, without knowing exact. Yeah. Um, no, there's a guy, uh, Marcus, who's actually a buddy of mine. You wouldn't know him. Okay. Um, buddy of mine named Marcus, he works for On Time Now, which is where Buster left. But still, and you know, Buster's <clears throat> quote-unquote retired, but if Marcus is out, On Time will call Buster and say, hey, do you want to come downtown for the day and fill in? You know, Marcus is out, and he and he will. Uh, he came down a couple weeks ago, and uh, he was down for a couple days. So it was kind of nice. cool to see Buster roll yeah. through, and you know, doing some work. So, um, but it's it's okay nowadays. Um, I'm actually still I still do quite a bit uh, in and out of the courts. Um, I um, my big client is Jackson Walker. Uh, do you guys have Jackson Walker yeah, down here? Jackson Walker. Uh, yeah, I knew you. I yeah. figured you did. Well, yeah, I know you do because I see them. Um, with the Houston office and stuff, yeah. and up and down. Anyway, they were a client of, of mine at one time. Okay, yeah. they they're pretty good. They do they do me well. They're um um, but they uh several of the attorneys that I do work for there are uh, probate, mm-hmm. 
And probate, you still have to, you know, you still have to physically take a paper will, go down and uh, submit a will with, you know, probate department. You still have to go physically get copies of letters, a letter of testamentary and all that stupid shit, copies, all that. Um, with district, I still go down there and get um, copies uh, out of old out of old cases and stuff like that. Um, you know, judges' copies here and there. So I still do quite a bit of uh, court work, which I love. Back in the day, it was a hell of a lot more, mm-hmm. you know. And I love doing court work. I just, and not even for, you know, racking up wait time exactly. and shit like that. But I love doing it. It fascinated me to see how the courts work and yeah. to learn to learn how to read a file. You know, you look at the docket sheet in the front and you look at, you know, here's the date. And you got to thumb through all this shit and find Lawyers. the date it was filed and this, that, and the yeah. other. I remember Motions. when I, oh yeah. Petition. When I worked with, um, back in the day when I worked with uh, Quick, Quick couriers. We had a client down here in Houston <clears throat> that would that apparently did a lot of cases up in Dallas. It was either back in the day or they were still doing stuff. But anyway, it, they always sent up requests to get copies out of old asbestos files. What up in Dallas? And it was crazy, dude. Because smell like asbestos. <laughs> well, coming out of coming out of that, yeah, coming out of that place because because our records department. Uh, for district up there is in the basement, mm. not the not the sub basement, but just the just the first level basement. But anyway, they would call up these old asbestos cases, and I would have to go get copies of files. And it was crazy because those old asbestos cases could be fucking boxes, boxes, and you got to find, you know, find this order that was filed, blah blah blah, two thousand two. Or, or even like 89. I mean, they would go way back. And they would, and you know, you have to put in the request and then go back, you know, two hours later and they'd have it ready for you. Well, they'd have fucking eight boxes of files sitting out there. And you got to find this one fucking order. And you got to thumb oh, through. Yeah. But, but now, they just, you know, do, 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 on all the computer right. and there it is. Yeah. No, you had to thumb through all those fucking all eight right. boxes. That's, but that's where wait time would come in. And you'd bank. That's what I would, uh, when I, I worked for Roadrunner for 10 years. And uh, that was my job. Like, I was like a paralegal on a bike. Yeah. Like, I would go down to the courthouse and just pull files and sit there sometimes for an hour. Oh, yeah. Or two, like, looking yeah. for a certain document, going through. Have to go to the court and, like, hey, I need to see this file or go to the, you know, yeah. the, the, uh, the warehouse and, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, warehouse. Look through that stuff. and Could you guys go to, a, go to the warehouse yeah. and look at stuff? Well, they would pull us, like, the certain volume, a box of the file. Like, hey, it could be in here. But the and warehouse was right there. Yeah, it was, like. See, in Dallas, it wasn't ever like that. It was, like, oh. You got to order that shit from the warehouse. Come back Friday. Hey, that, and they'd that have to order that too. shit because the warehouse, I don't even know where the fucking warehouse, but it wasn't right there. Yeah. So, because it took days to get that yeah, shit. Yeah, that did happen like older cases. Yeah. Like, from like 70s and yeah, 60s and, then, like, and shit. They yeah. They have to send someone to go find it. And, yeah. And they're like, come back in a couple days. And then you're looking at this busted piece of paper. It's yeah. a copy of a copy of a copy. And oh, you can't yeah. read any of the yeah. words. And then the lawyer's pissed off at you. I can't read this oh, shit. Yeah. Hey. Hey, you I wanted it. Did. That's what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. but uh, fuck. What was the question? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know dude. Uh, oh, just me. Me working now. Oh, yeah. um, so it, it's good. I, I still love doing it. Um, it's a lot more relaxed now, but I still stay busy. Um, I start just um, A to B though. Like no, I go I go around quite a bit. Yeah. I go around quite a bit. I um I start out every day with 
depending on the day, with 10 or 12 uh, scheduled runs. So every day I've got 10 deliveries. So, I mean, I'm not doing, you know, I'm not sitting around, you know, having to wait for two deliveries the entire day. I start every day with at least 10 deliveries. And I do a lot of um, bulk mail pickup from the main post office uh, downtown and deliver that shit. And I've got two court run, uh, court run boxes at Jackson Walker that I check every day. There could be something, there could not be. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it is good. I like the security of where I am now because I do have work to do every single day right off the bat. Now, I don't make shit. It sucks. So it's a good damn thing that I'm happy. Because <laughs> otherwise, I, otherwise I, I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, um, Alicia, luckily, Alicia, my wife, who doesn't know, um, she, makes, she makes the money for the family. She has a damn good job. She works in the stock industry downtown. So, I mean, she, she supports the family. My paycheck basically covers my car payment, insurance, uh, the kids' extracurricular activities, and buying bullshit. <laughs> you know, but literally, I make literally I make three hundred bucks a week. Three hundred fucking dollars a week. And when I went to work for this company, which I've been almost five years at this place, and there again, I'm just I'm stable and I'm com- I'm comfortable. Yeah. Uh, as long as we don't start losing clients downtown, I'm all right. Um, <clears throat> but um, when I went to work for this company, I did take a few years off to be a um, stay-at-home dad. Yeah, when, I uh, that. When, Vi- when Violet was born, um, it was just easier, and it, was, it saved us money to, um, to, for me to be the shuttle for the kids, and I would stay home with Violet and, and shuttle back and forth to daycare with Ford and everything. It made more sense money-wise for me to be a stay-at-home dad. Anyway, about five years ago, I went back in, uh, went back to downtown. I was, just, I was craving it. I had to. When I had to get back to work, that's the first thing I did was found somewhere um, well, I, first, I wanted to find somewhere to get a courier job. So I started driving for Guarantee, which is who I work for now. Sorry. Damn, we're busy, motherfuckers. Um, so I started driving, but when I first got on there, I was like, look, yeah, I'll be a driver, and that's fine, but I want to take a place downtown. Yeah. And they were like, well, we have a guy downtown. I was like, no, 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 you're not hearing me. I want a place downtown. So eventually I got back downtown, and I worked out this thing I thought I was being just super um, creative. I was like, I want a guarantee of three fifty a week, and plus, plus three fifty plus. You know, if I go over, I get over. And um, they're like, all right, yeah, that sounds good. And I was like, you know, with with room to grow, the longer I stay here. And um, and then I got that first paycheck, and my paycheck was three fourteen. I was like, hey. What's up with this? Oh, well, you know, we got to take out for insurance and for the radio rental. Ugh. All right, whatever. That's fine. That's fine because there's room to grow. Fuck, I ain't grown, dude. I ain't grown a bit, man. I've gone over my guarantee, I, I know, know you have. four times in five years. And the reason is, and oh, I could go on a fucking rant. I'm not going to, but anyway, um, she's got a lot of our clients, especially Jackson, They've got under this umbrella of grandfathered in um, rates. So a lot of the, a lot of my daily shit that I do, I mean, it's three and four dollars a fucking run. So I don't make shit. I I gotta have a thirty five run day to meet my daily guarantee. That's a lot, dude. I know. Runs. It um. Well, let me take that back. If I were to do thirty five runs, then that's gonna be a lot of back and forth and probably some directs and thirty minutes and shit. So I'll probably beat my seventy seventy dollar a day guarantee. Yeah. But I'd have to do that 
all five days of the week. Yeah. Because I could have a day like that, but then the two other days I don't get every I don't get anything over my my daily runs, and that's just going to be you know fucking fifty dollars for the day. So yeah, it doesn't balance out. So that's all I'm gonna say on that without bitching too much more. So, but I'm happy. I'm doing what I like doing. I, this is all like I could do something else, but fuck, why? Yeah. You know, this is all I, this is this is all I want to do. Yeah. So, like, I want to retire. Like, I want to be half dead when I have to stop doing this. So, hey, that's funny. Either that, or the kids are going to college, and it's time for Alicia and I to tour the country. So, one or the other, whichever happens first. I've, I've heard some bike messages, not just here in Houston, but they're like, "I'm gonna ride this bike until I can't ride it no more." Yeah. And yeah. a lot of that were, I guess, messages like from New York or like a big city <clears throat> where there's always going to be work, like San Francisco. There's always going to be work, yeah. I mean, places like here and down south, I mean, it's, it's got to be like a big city. You know what I'm saying? Houston's a big city. Houston's a big city. Chicago, LA, uh, Chicago, San Francisco, Philly. New York. Philly. Philly, yeah, they're quite Philly's still, yeah, Philly's still always held to hundreds. Yeah, DC. There's a lot. Oh of well, yeah, of course DC. DC. Yeah. So like, I mean, there's all guys, the big cities. Yeah. Yeah. Major, you know. Yeah, and you're right. Dallas and Houston are they right are there with big, the big cities, but they're, but just, they're not as they're not as metropolitan. Yeah. As, and even you know, I think it's just uh, I think it's geographically to the nation too, because like even uh, L.A. and San Francisco. You don't think that you don't think of that as metropolitan. It's kind of the upper the upper northeast that you think of metropolitan cities mm-hmm. in a way. Maybe it's just in my head, but whatever. Well, they so. still, uh, I, I still keep in contact with some of the bike messengers in LA, and uh, I mean those guys still move. Yeah, but they're not as I worked down there in LA, and it was it was different from Houston messengering. Yeah, for sure. And uh, everyone there was set on a salary. There was no commission out there. So. Did they do? Um, did they do um, Union? No, there was none of that either. I mean, unions are hard to come by with doing Bike Messenger. Yeah, of course. Except yeah. for, uh, there again, except for the regional areas that have unions anyway. Like, like there's no course. unions in Texas at yeah, all. Yeah, so. I mean, there's some big ones, but, you know, they just keep to them. Like an elevator union, UPS union. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Electrical union. The Otis, the Otis union. Yeah. <laughs> Otis elevators. <laughs> so... Yeah, man, uh, it's it's uh, like I, I tell everyone when I interview, I would still be doing that shit if court, you know, if electronic filing wouldn't have killed it, you know, like it, I, and it did, it I, did. I, 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 I felt comfortable, you know, when I mean I was making okay, my look, man, I ain't ever trying to be rich. I think, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I would like to, you know, take my trips, go here and there. And I'd be content with that, but you know, like trying to be rich and glamorous, yeah, no. Well, to what? Well, to to cut back a few minutes, what it is to make money nowadays is you know back then you had to get court work. Court work was court work was your bread and butter. Nowadays, nowadays if you can if you can solidify um, daily mail runs and bank deposits, that's your that's going to be your bread and butter because you have to do that every day. That's going to be consistent work that never goes away. You know, and I do a lot of bank deposits too. Yeah. A lot for, I mean, different banks, different companies. Yeah. So it's it's all, I mean, that's pretty much what I do. That's the bulk of my day is mail runs and bank deposits. And but I it's consistent. Did, that was probably like 10% of my stuff, bank deposits. But I think maybe 
eighty percent was courthouse, ten percent was other. Yeah. But ten percent of that was bank runs. Yeah, it's so, it's flip flop it now. Eighty percent for me, like courthouse yeah. before. Well, that's flip flop nowadays. But it was fun, man. I had the best years of, of my life, you know, doing it. Oh yeah. I've been offered to go back like, within the past three years. Yeah. Yeah, but I I I, I declined. I was like, man, I, I hung my hat when I retired back in yeah. the like I was Did you at was it a was it a certain company that asked you to come back? Yeah, a company I you know, swore I wouldn't work for. Ah, uh, there see, that's what I was trying to find out. Yeah. I was trying to find your hang up. Like, man, I ain't going to work for that. Yeah, it's just I won't, I mean, I've told some people but I just Yeah. Well I, I, I couldn't I try to affiliate myself with people, you know, who Know, who, I, who I dig, you know, or yeah. a company. Like, I worked for Roadrunner for... T- I worked for two companies when I was in downtown. Houston Express for two years. Yeah. And then Roadrunner for ten years. And that was it. Yeah. Like, most people I know worked for, like, ten other companies within, oh, I, like, two I, years. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. Well, that's what people did. They bounce around. I was I was loyal to... Yeah. You know, I mean, even though I was an independent contractor, but... You know, I came to work every well, day. Well, if somebody takes job, care of you, took care of me, so I took care of them. If they, so. and that's and that's how you play. That's yeah, how you play so, it. So yeah, you know. I mean, I, I, that's that's the way I worked. So yeah, um, it, it was great. Like I, I, I loved it. So, so yeah. To go off on the next subject, like yeah, um, how I said earlier, Mike was like my my doppelganger. You were like my doppelganger because like once we got into the whole bike thing, you were like, oh yeah, it was. And you had kind of got you had kind of just got out of it, but you were like, "Yeah, I'm a VW hit." And I was like, "Dude," because every messenger bag I had, I put a VW emblem. On. I know, I remember. And you saw that, and yeah. you were like, "What? You're into VWs?" I was like, "Dude, I'm a big VW nut." Yeah. And then you were like, "Man, me too." And uh, and I was like, "How much of a VW?" <laughs> and then when I when you let's just see senior, about that. No, we we're like, let's <laughs> see about that. We you went upstairs to the shotgun apartments. And yeah, you pulled out oh. boxes of hot VWs and what was the other one? VW hot uh, VW, VW trends trends, and I collected too at the same time. I was collecting yeah. VW magazines. Mine went back to May of '92. Yeah, that's when I got I mine. Was like this motherfucker's a real VW <laughs> straight up. And then we just like click, dude. And then we just start showing pictures of each other's old VWs and talking about VWs and hell we even bartered a VW I, I had did a, we? yes like I a full a, car? yeah the, I had a 66 the motor was fried but the it was still the body the floor pan was kind of messed up yeah and it was slammed on the ground and did I, you have that in the old shop? yeah and I traded you for I was like dude you could just take this off me because I was moving out of my shop Okay. I was like, and I'll even bring it to you. I delivered that motherfucker. I, I put a tow bar underneath and I drove it to Dallas and I gave it to you. I do not remember that yes, at all. Dude, I, I, I don't remember you it. Gave me, you asked me this just the other day. He's like, hey, do you still have that black bike with the red cranks? And I was like, dude, I got rid of that. That bike. monk. Yeah. The monk. Is that what I did? You asked That me. was when, was that, no. Was that when you came up to the fucking show? No, I, this was something different because I brought the bus up there. Remember, you I brought the bus with a I bunch of parts. My, yeah, I loaded okay. my bus up because you were working at that VW shop. Yeah, what's it called? Uh, Qualitat. Qualitat. Is it still there? Yeah, yeah, he's still in business. Oh, no yeah, 
He's and probably half dead, but yeah, it's still there. He was kind of older when. That was oh yeah, 12, yeah. Fifteen years ago, I think. When I was no, 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 no. wasn't that? No, it wasn't that long ago. No, wasn't that long ago. It had to be um, at least ten, because I sold my bus like five years ago. It was it was nine or ten years ago because that was when Violet was first born and she's nine now. Because mm. I was work I was working for him and I left working for him when she was re- when she was still a baby. So it was right there in that window. Yeah. So let's say ten years. Yeah. But like we just had like this connect with VWs and they, I just remember like this dude's the real deal. You know what I'm saying? He's as much as a fucking nut I, as I am about VWs. Now. Nah. And uh, I remember, like, you invited me up to that uh, swap meet. And I came up there in a truck filled with VW parts, and then my bus was filled You were with towing VW. the bus. Yeah. Now, this is a long time after we already known each other, though. Yeah, this yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, a long time yeah. after. And this wasn't early I on. I, I drove from Houston, and I got there, and... Dude, I got swarmed by air. Like, a oh yeah, I could even park. Like, there's like yeah. twenty motherfuckers just all around. Like, as I was trying to pull up, they were like yeah. digging through my back. I remember you because you you barely pulled into that because he had that he had that grass lot on the side of the you building. Spot for me, I, remember I did, but like, you, I mean, you did. Right you barely got parked. Like, yeah. you had to, you couldn't move any further because you were going to run yeah. some motherfuckers over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn, dude. It's like, let me park. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I came up there with some shit, and then, like, I was like, hold on, hold on. I got out of my truck, and I was like, wait, man. I was like, let me, let me, hold on. They're like, how much for this? How much for that? And I was like, dude. Yeah. And you, and you were trying to say hi to me, too. Yeah. And you were having to yeah. and chase people away. I was like, hold on, wait, 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 you know? So. All right, so go back to the 66. Okay, so the 66, I remember you. I was like, Mike, I got the 66. I think the motor's busted. And I was like, I don't want it, but if you want to trade me something, you know, I'll give you the, I'll give you the body and the motor. The motor might need to be rebuilt or something. And, uh. You're like, man, I got this bike, and you send me a picture of it. And, okay. And I was like, hmm. I was like, I might be distressed. Like, I got to get rid of it anyways, and I got a title to the bug. I was like, you know, and I was like, dude, you're you're like the BW brother, you know. And I, I remember like, it now. I don't know what you did with it though. You know what I did? You know what I did with that thing? I I remember you bringing it up now. That's when we were living. Um, that was when Ford was a baby. Yeah. That's when Ford He's was a about baby. To be 15. He's so. about to be 15. So, yeah, yeah that tells you that. 15 years ago. Again, we had known each other for some time. Yeah. Um, but that's when Alicia and I had our, our little shitty house in the M Streets, uh, East Dallas. You brought that up, and I had that weird shop in the back. Yeah. And I took that bug, and I cut it up. And that's when I had just started trying uh, welding. And I took that thing and I cut the back of it off. I cut the back of the body off, and well, I was I was trying to make a truck out of it. Oh, dude, that would have been so. I was awful. trying to make a truck out of it, and I even got the bed sides to like dude, a to like a forty nine fucking Chevy or something like that, and that was going to be the the rear bed sides. Uh-huh. But then it came to the fact it came to the point when we were moving, and I just. I couldn't take that with me. Oh, I yeah, that's right. You told me you couldn't take it with me, and I found some dude to come pick it all up, and I think he gave me like a hundred bucks for everything. Really? Yes, yeah, so I got something out of it, yeah. but not not much. I just needed it gone at that point because literally we were moving the next weekend or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm but I remember it now. I remember it now. Seventy-four. That's sitting out there that I'm working on. Like I'm thinking about doing that too. Like I want. I kind of yeah. turn it into a truck. I'll tell you now, it's a lot of fucking work. I'm not sure, <laughs> dude. Especially when you don't know what the fuck you're doing with welding. <laughs> I can do it now. 
right. But when when then I remember when I went to that swap meet, I had to get back to Houston. You're like, hey man, you got a minute? And I'll never forget this. And until to this day, I want one so fucking bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. That bug that you turned into a Baja, but you, yeah, you tricked it out though, dude. Yeah. You made your own doors with like see through plexiglass. Like you made the frames for yeah. the doors. Yeah. I made two tube doors for it. Good job. That dude. was a good. That was a. That was a. That was good because that's when I got into off road because the guy that owned the shop. Yeah, he had a rail. Yeah, he had a rail, and just meeting up and meeting him and some of the other guys, they would take their they would take their buggies out and we'd go yeah. hit trails and do like rock crawler shit in these fucking buggies. I had never done that before. I left Dallas that day and I was like, I have to. Get, I still haven't gotten one since then. Yeah. I was like, I, it's still on my list. Oh, <laughs> jacked up, you know. Yeah. But man. You took me out, and where was that place that we went? It was just right there by the shop. It was just some place by the shop. There were just some dirt trails and some hills it was and shit. Like riding a roller coaster, dude. Yeah, it was good. I thought I was gonna die for one second. I swear, like. Well, I remember we got on that one hill, and and um, and they made it up in their in their in their buggies because they were they were lighter weight. Mm-hmm. You know, they could get the traction and go up. But we were in a heavy. My car was heavier because it was still a full bodied, yeah. you know, bug. And floor pan and all that shit, and we were sitting there. We were digging in. We we didn't have the the umph to get up yeah. to get up. So we were sitting there spinning, 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 spinning. And I remember you. You, you kind of had a you, you kind of had a panic look on your face, dude. And then like, and I was just like, oh, we gotta go, dude. Like you yeah. just fucking said, boom. Yeah, like we just flew down that fucking hill. I was like, oh my god, fucking stop, dude. I was like. All yeah, trees all around us, you know, like it was kind of woodsy, and I remember we got stuck a couple times, like you couldn't make the turn, and you had to back it up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was incredible. Like I'd never done that in a Baja before. Yeah, it was yeah. Fucking it was so a lot of fun. fun. So like, I kind of wish I still had something to go out in, but I just there yeah. again. Don't have. Say like Mike, what's up, dude? Let me know when you want to get rid of that Baja. Did you, you end up selling it for sure? No, I ended up cutting it up. What you cut? The, what year was that? It was, I, it was a '67. Oh damn! Nice. It was a '67. I because I got it as a regular bug from yeah. uh, from another buddy of mine. And you jacked it up and all that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I raised nice. it up. Yeah, I did everything to it. Work in it. Yeah, dude. I did everything to it. You did a good job, like seats. Yeah. Um, you put a row cage in it. I mean, you had the side scoops, right? Like a, uh, the guards, side guards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just I mean, some you put yeah, all some side rails. Yeah, yeah. Stuff in it. Yeah. I mean, well, I was just basing it off of looking at, you know, the other guys, the their rails and seeing what I could do with yeah. a full-body bug. And that's the way you did, like, your bikes, too, I remember. Yeah, 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 probably. Like that, yeah. So. so, but, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, like, how how much connection that we had, like, when I met you. I was like, damn, this motherfucker here is, like, he's like my doppelganger. Yeah. And, like, we were just so into bikes and riding you know whatever yeah bike messaging scene we've had some connections yeah but uh i I guess man let's take it to the next thing dude um the bet i was just gonna say do you want to bring up austin (laughs) (laughs) you want to bring up austin yeah we can go there dude let's just say for the people that are listening in their in their happy little earbuds and some people know this some people know it yeah 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 yeah. I don't remember how we came up with this, but the Austin crew, whoever whoever it was back then, they were going to throw a race. They were going to throw an alley cat. Back when fucking alley cats were really alley cats and not these stupid fucking fucking 
roided out fucking roadie guys that fucking own everything. Alley cats ain't what they used to be, man. They're not. They're not at all. They're not even messenger races. Yeah, there's a couple. They're like they're like fucking. You don't even do real like checkpoints anymore. There's a guy here in town. He throws a couple of them. Like he was throwing them a lot, but he it actually them. it. it I'm not gonna say it pisses me off. I'm not gonna say it pisses me off, but it's it's frustrating because it's not what it's supposed to be now. You know, it's just a bunch of fucking. It's a it's a fixed gear. It's a fixed gear crit is all it is nowadays. That's I all mean, that it is. Like, it, it kind of evolved. There's some, like, roadies come out and compete. I know. Fights. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. You don't do a fucking alley cat in a fucking skin suit. With, with, with no bag either. You yeah. Know? It's like, just... It's just just a, up some checkpoints. It's exactly, there. man. Anyway. All right. I'll, I'll shut up about that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, beef number one. Alley cats. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how we came up with this bet, but the Austin crew was going to throw an alley cat. And we talked, and I guess we were talking, hey, are you going to go? Who's going to go? Da, 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 da. We'll meet you there. And somehow you and I came up with the bet. You know, I'm going to beat you. No, I'm going to beat you. No, I'm going to beat you. All right, I'll race you for fucking pink slips. Yeah. Bike for bike. Bike for and bike. Not, and not this, you know, okay, well, when we get around to it, I'll bring my bike to you. No, 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 no. I'm leaving Austin with your fucking bike. You go home with nothing and shame. And uh, we went. We went to Austin. The bet was we had to race in another city, though. That was it. It wasn't another city. Yeah. Well, but, because they were like. But I mean, we weren't trying to pick a city to do it in. It's know, just yeah, that, was, well, that, that was, was an even ground. Because I was like, yeah, because like, I don't know. Because we didn't know it. We didn't know Houston that well. So we're like, let's oh, I would, never, I, would never, I would never bet for a race in Houston because Houston. You know, you know when you have a compass and you hold a magnet up to the compass? Mm-hmm. That's my brain on Houston. I can't find my fucking way in Houston for nothing. I was kind of that way about Dallas, too. I, I don't, Houston confuses the fuck out of me. Yeah. I love you, but I hate Houston. Anyway, so we went to Austin. Oh. We raced for pink slips. And it was a, I, they sent us out, dude. They did. They sent us way up. What's that, uh, what's that long uphill south of town? Congress? Yeah. Is that yeah. the Congress, across I, the I Congress Bridge? Like Austin, too. I, I'm better in Austin than I am Houston. Austin's but not that big as, as Dallas. It's is. not. Yeah. It's not. So maybe that's why it's easier because yeah. my brain is small. <laughs> um, but uh, they sent us way up Congress, if that's what it is. And then they sent us way out the fucking north. Lamar. To that, Lamar goes up north. And, it, and they sent us out to that coffee shop or some shit. Mm-hmm. And you and I passed each other mm-hmm. uh, uh, going up there. And I think you were quote-unquote leading because you were leaving there and I was going there and I was like fuck dude I gotta step it up and I don't know how I stepped it up because I'm slow as shit I I still don't know how anyway I won how did I win how did I beat beat you I don't know how dude but you beat me you know what it was there was okay south of town we went out east to some place um, I, I don't know the streets, but anyway, yeah. it wasn't straight out on Congress. It was, it was south of town and out along the river. You got turned around or fucked up out there somewhere, mm-hmm. and I didn't. And I think that's the only reason I got ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I mean, we were, when we finished, we were debating time. I kind of I mean, I like, I thought for a second when I saw you at the finish line, I was like, damn, maybe this fool caught a flat or something. You know what I'm saying? Because you got there before me. Yeah. And I was like, 
what the fuck? How did he? Because I remember before? getting there and I was like, where's Kit? Where's yeah. fucking Sid? Where's Kit? I think where is he? Does lost. anybody see him? Because I was. I, I ended up by myself. Because there was no way I was supposed to beat you. You were in a lot better shape. You were a fucking... You were on the bike. I wasn't into cycling then. I was just a bike messenger. But you were. story next. Yeah. But, but yeah, you actually got there before me. And I remember you saw me coming down the street. Yeah, I did. Threw your hands up in the air. And you were like... Fuck yeah! I, <laughs> I was like, maybe this fool had a flat, or he, you know, like quit to early, quit had to had to bail. Thing, and I rolled up, and I was like, there has to be a technicality. I know, because we were going over our uh, over our yeah, manifest. Yeah, we we're going over the manifest. Like this fool had to have got me. I was like, there's no way he beat me. <laughs> and I was thinking the same. Thing. All right, but you know what I did, dude? I prepared myself for this. I was I was prepared for any type of contingency that could happen if I did loss. Okay. Right before that race, uh, like two weeks later, I was going to ride to New Orleans for Jazz Fest. All right. And I was going to take that Cannondale with me. I don't know if you uh-huh. remember this. Uh-huh. This is maybe like almost 20 years ago. Because something happened, and I didn't take your bike home. Yes. Okay. I did not take your so, bike home. So, I think you cried on me or something. <laughs> yeah. No. I typed up uh, a letter of ownership. You did. I, God, I, I don't have that I put still. It even like a, you don't have that. I don't have the letter. Okay, so it was a letter of owner certificate that you. Were, I was like, Mike, I didn't think. I told you straight up, like I didn't think I was going to lose this race. <laughs> and if I did, I brought this certificate of ownership because I have it. And that's one of the. That's what you sent me home with. Yes. Yeah. I was like, Mike. I wrote on there. I was like, I have. I'm riding to New Orleans from Houston. Okay. And and I, I this is my only road bike at the time. Yeah. And I was I had mountain bikes, but I was like, I'm not riding a mountain bike to, to New Orleans. Yeah. So I was like, I need to take this road bike when I go to New Orleans. And when I come back, I will yeah. kindly deliver this road bike. I will drive to Dallas and I will deliver this road bike to you. I think I still had to come down here and get it though. No, I I, I, I rode up there. Did you? I did you? Yeah, I delivered. I came down here to get some bike from you at one point in time though. It wasn't that. It may not. It probably wasn't that. If you if you remember it. Yeah. But Andy yeah, and I, when Andy and I drove down in his Falcon. One time, that was a badass. Falcon. I came. We came downtown. Come we came down, down here to do just to hang out. I think so. And you, but I, I got some I other bike like, from you because I remember I drove to Dallas and then I ended up getting that Shogun. From that you. was when you came up to the race that Andy threw mm-hmm. at the Courier Apartments. Man, there's been so many events. Uh, I know. I know. Well, but it wasn't one of the races that I put together. It wasn't one of my races. It was one of Andy's races. Mm-hmm. Or no, no, that was. That was Danny's race. Danny, Dan, Daniel yeah, I Wilson. He did throw a race. Yeah, we went out. There he. For it. That was, it was Danny's the race. race. Cranksgiving. That he was, was Danny's race. Shirt. He threw it, and I. For some reason, I, man, I had a lot of hangups back then. I'm a lot easier going now, but it bothered me that Danny was throwing a race at the apartments, and he didn't live there. Oh, I, which is which is stu- which is stupid as shit now. I know it pissed me off for some reason back then, but anyway. But yeah, that was Danny's race. I think Danny and Brett uh, were were uh, put it together together. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't Andy's race. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's when so, you took the Shogun. Okay, that's when I took the Shogun. But I I think you did you and Andy. Maybe you did. Yeah, I got a little confused. We came down Y'all for came something. Came down for an event, and then that's when I surrendered to Cannondale. And uh, it seems that way. Yeah. And I I actually had just got well. 
it had been like a month maybe or two weeks after. Yeah, it wasn't long. I just got back from New Orleans. I didn't ride back. I just, I rode up there and then I caught a ride back. Yeah. Yeah, you still got that thing. I still got, the, I still, still got the got frame. Thing, I still got frame. that frame. I, I'm yeah. never getting rid of that frame. I still have that Shogun, dude. It's in. I know you do. Right now. I, I know you do. I, like I told you, I had a, a guy. He wanted. He like offered me a thousand dollars for that bike. Like, he was just like, I give you a thousand dollars for that bike as is, and I was like, Which means ah. it's worth. Which means it's worth more if he's yeah. gonna drop a G right there yeah. on on spot. And I was like. Hell no, I got this from Trucker Mike, dude. Like, and I love time trial bikes. Like, I used to, oh, they're I used so to goofy. buy them. I yeah. used to buy them and collect them. Yeah. I was probably the only messenger in downtown who had... I probably had about four time trial bikes that I found. I had a Nishiki, a show. I remember your Nishiki. Yeah. Now, did your Nishiki have the small front wheel, too? It actually had a 24 on it. Well, that's what the Shogun has. No, the Shogun was a 26. Oh, 20, oh that's right. The Shogun had the 26. Your Nishiki had a 24. I've never stolen when I was in Amsterdam. I've never ridden a more uncomfortable bike in my fucking life. I didn't have a problem riding it, dude. I I remember. Really? That's why you said take this Shogun. I remember. I had a. I had a. I had a fucking steep stem on it. Yeah, it was long. Could you lean on there? That's that stem is still on. You lean way over. It was just so uncomfortable. I remember but you my had fucking that bike set up tight, dude. You actually had like some downhill bars reverse with some uh, bar ends on the end of that. Oh, it was fucking was goofy, up. dude. So it was like super narrow. Yeah. With a, a cross cycle cross brake <laughs> that should have gone on top, but you couldn't because the downhill was reverse. Yeah. So you had this the the <laughs> the brake on the handlebar. It was the see. Down. I don't remember having that bar on there. I remember when I rode it. When it's I still set up the same. No, I, actually, I think I set it. Up, yeah, I set it up different. When I rode that downtown, when I, I was working on that, it's in that box right there. When I was working on that in Dallas, I had a straight bar on it, just oh, a regular right. fucking straight bar, and that I guess that was okay. I don't know. I, because you leaned over so far because of the small front wheel. Your back, I no, my fucking nuts hurt all the time, dude. Really? Yeah. Never had, like I had to tilt the saddle down. Yeah. And then you're sliding down on the saddle. It, fuck that bike, dude. I never dude. had any <laughs> issues with it, dude. Actually, yeah. the only, sometime, I, I believe one time I had just like a neck. Like, I don't know. I think I might have. Yeah, because you got to look up like this. Yeah, you have to look up. But those bikes were the shit in the late 80s, dude. Well, they're Back the, during like yeah. the Tour de France. That's all they rode for the oh, time no. trial. Oh, yeah. But they, man, that I was tried the deal back then. Uh, a time trial thing on Instagram. Yeah. And, uh, dude, some people trick those bikes out still, dude. They, they look – actually, what I want to do is I want to, like, completely, like, de-erase it out, like, the year that bike came out, like, with the same group. Like, I want to turn it back to its like, – Take it back to what it was? Yeah. Well, just, like, componentry, but, like, the <clears throat> the handlebars. Well, the out. wheels that were on there, at least the front – was a which I know you can't get anymore. Was yeah. a Velocity Deep V. Yeah, Velocity Deep. Yeah, you ain't gonna find a fucking twenty-six like inch Deep V. Like the hubs, like the hubs. The hubs you could probably do. Model. You can probably find some old Suntour or you know six hundreds yeah. or whatever. That you could probably do pretty easily. Componentry, like as far as the group, you could probably find. Some people though, I look on eBay for some of that stuff. Some people ask like you know pretty oh it's stupid it, it's dude. stupid yeah and it looks new and it's probably been rebuilt but yeah. man, it's 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 like a piece of artwork actually well a lot of people time. will a lot of people will get shit out of um, like old ancient bike shops that eventually close down and they'll go in and buy all the old inventory yeah. so it could be a group that's been sitting in a box for 30 years and never sold yeah you know so 
that, that stuff's out there. Mike, I find it like, man, I've been drinking shit on my coffee. Yeah, have you? Are you done? Oh, dude, I've been through. I've been done oh, for thirty shit, minutes, dude. I didn't even see you drink that. Yeah, I've been done for thirty minutes. Yeah, I think I got done when you said, "Hey, this is the podcast." <laughs> I didn't even know you. I was like, man, that's weird. I was like, I didn't even see Mike take one drink. Well, there's nothing in it. Drink it all the way, like you know. Well, I was half done when we before we got here back to your place. Coffee, dude. I still have like maybe that much left, but I am freaking buzzing out right now. Oh, dude, I'm fucking, I'm great, man. Yeah, dude, I'm super good. (laughs) So, well, yeah, that's the story behind me losing. Actually, I. I, I used to bet messengers bike for bike. I remember, days. yeah, I you remember you doing that. I don't, or you didn't go to the bathroom, but there's a, a Cannondale mountain bike. I like saw, dude. I looked in there. I saw that. A late, it's a late '90s Cannondale, but I won that from from little Drew. You know. I remember, I remember that name. I remember that yeah. name. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah well, Drew, okay. I we forgot that him, he was little Drew. Yeah, he because he was Drew. There was a Drew, and then there was little Drew. He was little. Okay, Drew, and then. When we went to Europe, we were camping on the side of the road, and then uh, he went in, you know. That's we when you the, guys went to um, Copenhagen? Oh, we, man, we went out there. You guys toured time. everywhere. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. But we, we would just, like, ride and pull over the side of the road, and I'll bring the story up one day when I interviewed Yeti. And uh, I remember he went to go pee or something, and he came out out of the woods, and he was yawning. It's like, man, this motherfucker looks like a Yeti, you know? Just all, he was all burled out, and then, man, we all bust. Andy was with us. Okay. Is and that where Yeti came from? Yeah, that's how he got his name, Yeti. Because I thought Yeti, well, I, you know what? I guess he was Little Drew when I first met you yeah, guys. Yeah. And, dude, I remember he was pissed, dude, because I kept on calling him that. I was like, fucking Yeti. Yeah, man, what the fuck, man? What the fuck, man? Don't call me your fucking Yeti. <laughs> And like, man, in New York, or he's like internationally known. He's now. known as the Yeti, he's dude. Known as the Yeti, like everybody knows him as the Yeti now. I know, I know. You know, it's yeah. funny. It's funny you say that because um, I was actually shopping for a new bag here recently, uh-huh. and I looked at um, was it trash? Was it trash messenger bags? Trash bags. Uh, or somebody, it may have been trash. I think it was trash. But anyway, I was looking through their Facebook photos, just looking at, you know, at pictures of their bags and people using their bags and whatever. And bam, there was a fucking picture of the Yeti taking a, taking a, taking a selfie in the mirror behind himself in a, in an elevator, uh-huh. kind of showing off his bag or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And fucking caption right there, the Yeti in New York. Dude, I mean, when I went to- And I was like, fuck. Yeah. I know that fucker. He is fucking... When I, we went to the NAC, not last year, the year before, in New York. Yeah. Me and, and Leonard, and of course, like, dude, the dude's just like... He's it, man. Everybody knows that motherfucker. I don't know how he remembers everybody's name. It's serious. It's, it's, well, especially being up there where there's like still a, a thousand motherfuckers, you like know? He's a celebrity out there, dude. Uh, he is. Like... And it's so and funny. He travels all over the world too. Like everybody knows him too. Well, he's he's uh, he's he's easily identifiable. Yeah. Like you don't forget that fucker. No. no <laughs> but man, I love Drew. He's like my brother, dude. Like he was my he was my traveling partner for like yeah three for or a four long years. time. Like yeah. Every, it was you guys everywhere and Squirrel me, and Squirrel me and Squirrel mainly it was us yeah us three who yeah. went everywhere. We probably went together the most out of. And then, you know, there were other guys who came with us every now and then. But yeah. me, Yeti, and Squirrel, actually, we were the ones, every time we went somewhere, it was us three that way. Well, Squirrel seemed to travel 
He did. Well, he seemed to travel. If there was if there was a if there was a race going down that even had a mention of a skid contest, oh, yeah, he's yeah. going. Yeah. And he's probably gonna fucking win. Oh yeah. He dude, he's undefeated. No one's ever beat him. Ever. I don't ever. ever. I know the physics of how he does what he does, but it just it doesn't when you see him do it, it doesn't it he doesn't equate, robbed. man. I think he got robbed in that issue where he's on the front cover. Oh uh, yeah. What was this? Robbed. What was this? Uh, that was in New York in 2005. Was it? Okay. Yeah. He actually, Well, who was that other dude? Uh, I don't know, but he beat but him. But he was local. He was local. He was local. That's why he fucking won. No, I think I think Squirrel won that. No. Well, but, well, you said he got robbed. Did the other no, guy he win? Got, no, no, no. He got robbed because the Guinness Book of World's Record oh, was that. to be there to record it. Oh, okay. And uh, <clears throat> I remember there was a, a guy, a road racer, who was doing skids with a brake. And they That's put, not a skid? Yeah. Well, he, they put him in the Guinness Book of World's Record for the longest skid using a brake. So, like, Why is that even a category? Know, it doesn't even count. So, like... Apparently, from what I know, one of these days when I interview Squirrel, I'll get the full legit Oh, yeah, story. yeah, yeah. But they were supposed to record that skid during the New York competition of Worlds. And uh, it didn't, I don't think it got recorded or something, but he beat everybody there yeah. in New York. Of course, he beat everybody anywhere. 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 Yeah. He'd go to Europe, he beat everybody there. Here, for the NAC, he beat everybody here. Worlds, ECMC, NAC. Yeah. Like he beat everybody. It was one of those deals where if people heard he was showing up, oh, like, half, half the people yeah, drop out and yeah. wouldn't even try. I mean, you 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 know the dude. I used to be able to hang. You see that that picture? I know. Right there? I used to be able to hang with him, dude. Like, that okay? That okay? And we're looking at a picture right now, off in front of the fucking lizard cage. Yeah. Oh yeah. That right there, I remember that because you you beat him there. No, he beat me by a little bit, dude. Um, well, here's the thing. Okay, we went to the street, and he kind of curved and went maybe like another. But you curved. I curved, too. But he went maybe like another Because you basically ran. Yards. But you basically ran out of road, so yeah. you had to turn. Both of us turned. <laughs> In a we skin, you had to turn to the right. Oh, dude, I was pissed. I remember you me. turning. I don't. He beat I, me. He turned. Okay. Yeah, he, he beat me. It was he close, though. I think he got me about like fifty yards. Yeah. On that, because I because because I competed in that too, oh, that and I got like fucking bad. I got like yeah. sixteen feet or whatever, <laughs> whatever. And then Andy, remember, dude, got that close. Dude, ball, he like, oh, he. God. What happened? Like his uh, like his chain came off yeah, or something. Yeah. And how the fuck do you skip a chain uh, in a skid? You, I know, I know. Maybe it yeah, was weird, yeah. but in the video, it, it was caught. caught it, yeah, because like it he, was caught. It looks cool as shit yeah, in the video. Caught it. And I was like, damn, that dude almost ate shit hard. Dude, I almost watched that. Uh, I almost watched that tape the other day. I, I I put a picture up on Facebook. I almost watched that. You got a VHS? Yeah, like, yeah. I still have it. Yeah. I almost watched that the other day, except for the fact that I realized we don't have a VHS player. Oh. <laughs> I can't watch it. I, I think it's on YouTube. The it is. It is. is. The full length is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. It's the full length. Yeah, it goes. It goes it all good. the. It goes all the way to the end where you're looking at the crumbled up piece of paper oh, and it's okay, got yeah, Butch yeah. singing. Then, yeah, that's yeah. the actual video. Then. Yeah, it's yeah. the it's it's the full length. Yeah. It was cool. Man. Yeah, I'll I'll, po- I'll I love that video. I'll repost video. that every year or so, yeah, man. I'll, that that video and and then the NAC when it was held in Houston. Uh, shout out to Leo who came out and fucking set up every camera at every corner. And, I remember the bunny hop contest. Oh yeah. Hey, and you didn't even come to that fool. I oh, I'm still on your ass about. That. I was gonna. I, you know what? I was gonna tackle that motherfucker too. 
man, dude. I did not come Roach. to the net. Shout out to Roach. Roach yes. Like, God, I love. God, I love Johnny Roach, man. Yeah, I, dude, Johnny Roach. He's one again, one of my favorite uh, dudes. I got to actually. Johnny Roach, you're uh, next. Uh, I got to drop episode. I'm, I'm anxious to hear that one. Uh, five I'm really week. anxious to hear that one. And then uh, Roach is <clears throat> next, number six. But anyway, motherfucker, I talked to you on the phone before the knack, and you were bugging me. You were like, dude, you got to come down. There's no question about it. You got to come down. I just had to. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. No, I was, just sta- I was just starting to date Alicia. Oh, yeah, it was around that area. Yeah. And I, and <laughs> straight up, that's why I didn't come down because I was being I was being all happy and shit with my new girlfriend. So motherfucker, look at me. I, but look at me now. Fifteen years later, yep. Yep. shit's legit, dude. Congratulations. Hey, I hate that I missed it. it but was, you know, I always had bad luck in Houston, man. That's why I was I was like, eh, I'm gonna miss it. So what? <laughs> I'm gonna go have sex now. <sighs> you know. <laughs> I'll take getting laid yeah. hanging out with a bunch of Man, fuck Cisco, here. dude. <laughs> that little motherfucker. But yeah, that um that was damn. It was a dance it was a dance. Da- it looked like it I looked at all the videos and shit after it happened, especially the bunny hop contest. Well oh, both of them. Dude. Cause you guys got too high, so you had to go long. Yeah. And Larry there, and there again Larry there again, Johnny Roach. Yeah. It was a tie. <laughs> On a borrowed bike. Yeah, it wasn't even his bike. I know. <laughs> That's what Jen said. It's not even his bike. Oh, Jenny Purcell. Yeah, Jen. Are you are you friends with her on Facebook or anything? Oh yeah, actually, I just we just exchanged some words just yesterday on. Oh really? On Instagram. I don't ever. I'm not on Instagram or any of that shit. Facebook's Facebook's enough for me to fucking worry oh, about. I, I got off. I mean, I still do Facebook, but Instagram. Yeah, I don't ever see you on there because. <laughs> I love uh, just the pictures and then, you know, a couple remarks here and there. But on hip- on Hipstagram? Hipstagram. I, yeah. I love, I love Instagram. Man, Alicia keeps telling me, keep, she keeps trying to get me on there, and I'm like, nope. You just don't have to deal with the, the everyone's expression of... You know, and I see that, but sentiment. I just, I scroll, I scroll through all that yeah, shit anyway, but so... But every now and then it catches my eye, and I'm like, what'd you just say? I look, you know, I just, I just keep an eye out for the pictures, or for the videos of a hippopotamus trying to hump oh, a yeah, car or some shit. Thing. Like, you know, a lot of people just, they're just posting other people's shit. Yeah, yeah. The originality, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. there's a lot of... I see everybody's point with it, but it's just, it's, it's enough for me, so I just stick with it, so. But, um... But yeah, man, good, you know, those were, uh, good times, and actually, what I want to bring up my next thing, I've been thinking about what to ask you. Yeah. And, um... I've been, yeah, I've been following you on Facebook, you know, throughout the years, and I noticed that um, you'll have to tell me this story. Uh, actually, right now we're at an hour and twenty, so like it's gone by fast. Dude. Uh, you know what? I hope these, oh, people have time to listen to this yeah, shit because I ain't no mood to go. Like I, I, <laughs> I actually listen to quite a few other podcasts, and uh, one of my favorites is Joe Rogan, and like his podcasts are like three hours long. Yeah, like, he's yeah. just talking, dude. Like, yeah, interesting people, like. He does a lot of MMA people, but I, you know, I try to listen to him when he does other people. Yeah. But like, yeah, three hours and before you know, I was like, sometimes I was like, dude, I can't listen. You know, I yeah. only listen to an hour here. Well, there again, you and I don't, uh, you and I don't get together yeah, at all. I mean, we hardly ever get together, and now you're doing this special thing. So yeah, yeah I want to, you know, use up time. So my next thing is, uh, you started this, and then, dude, I mean, you look great, dude. You're in shape. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I guess. And I know you've been lately. You've been doing a lot of like. Uh, 
fat bike racing and mountain biking and a little bit of cyclocross here and there. Yeah. And you were with um, uh, a group of guys called uh, Big Pig Racing. Yeah. Well, so I tell me how about that because you were actually I, I remember just following you on Facebook and you're pushing it pretty hard. You and you had a group of what there was like ten of you guys and you did a lot of. Dude, you were doing 24-hour races? Oh, yeah. That's hard shit. Oh, I love, dude, I love 24-hour I've never done a 24-hour race, but it's on my bucket list. Yeah. I've I've talked to people who have, and like, you know, they race. Uh, You'll have to tell me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead and tell me about Big Pig. Let me, uh, let me. Give me one race about 24-hour. Give me one story about Big Pig. Well, let me break this down as as easily as possible. Big Pig was about, what, eight, ten years ago that you started with those guys? I I joined, and what it was, I mean, let me encompass the entire thing. When I was a house dad, not wasn't back downtown yet. I just wanted to get. I I needed. You know, I was being a house dad, and I needed to get out. I needed to get out and do something. When both the kids were at daycare, and I had nothing to do, so I got out and I would go um, just hiking, just like foot hiking. Some of the mountain bike trails that I used to ride. But then there's some water around <clears throat> where you live too, like around there. Um. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now. Yeah. Now there is. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um. But I went and hiked a few of these trails, and, and they were mountain bike trails that I used to ride. And I was like, fuck, man, I want to get back into mountain biking because I wasn't really into it that much back in the day. It was just kind of like I went out riding with, uh, with Rob, with Black Rob, yeah, uh, Rob yeah, Lindley. Shout out to Rob. Yeah. Um, he took me out a few times, and it was super hard, and I was frustrated, and I didn't do it. But anyway, so I wanted to get back into it. So I got a mountain bike, and I... Um, <clears throat> went out riding a few times and I got to where it was easier and I was enjoying it so I started looking into racing and I got into racing in let's just say early 2011 uh, with uh, Big Pig with a mountain, with a race team and started racing and I got really into it yeah. and, Big, and Big Pig was it was a smaller team then well how many guys were there about 60 y'all maybe no, 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 no. There was more than that. Uh, that was. But I, I used to see photos, of you, and then the team got bigger. Like I yeah, mean, there was quite. When a I joined, there was probably. I mean, there was a lot of people. There was a lot of inactive people. So let's say there were thirty people on the team, and I raced with them. And I mean, we would go all over the place doing mountain bike racing. I got really into mountain bike racing, mm-hmm. and that led into uh, doing some cyclocross racing and doing um, gravel racing. And I love gravel, but um. And anyway, uh, fast forward to a couple years ago now, say 2000, what is this, 18? Mm-hmm. Say 2016, I was still with Big Pig. The team had changed a little bit. There had been some people come and go, and it just wasn't what it was when I joined. And I just, I, w- I was kind of idle. And, you know, I was still racing and stuff. And I, um, it just, it wasn't what it was when I first joined. So I left them. I did, well, I made the decision to leave them. And I didn't want to stop racing or anything. I still wanted to do what I was doing because I was still enjoying it. So I got with a couple people, a couple other people, and I had the idea of starting up my own team. But I wanted to see if this, if it was uh, something that I really wanted to do before I left Big Pig. So I talked with a few people and said, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. If I am to do this." Would you be interested in being a part of this this other this brand new team that I want to start? So, got a couple of people on board. I got one of my one of my best friends now. Um, 
he came on board and he was already a very accomplished mountain bike racer. Like he had won state championships, um, and all this stuff. And, um, so I got a couple people under my hat and I was like, you know what? I'm going to start up my own team because there wasn't any other local teams that I really wanted to join. And I didn't want to join a bike shop team, you know, because bike shop teams are just weird, (laughs) you know, well, they're weird. They're weird. You got to follow all these rules and stuff and you got it. They're just funky, man. Because I I hear the stories. Yeah. So I wanted to start up my own own team. So I went through a couple things, blah, 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 blah. I put some numbers together and I came up with a name and uh, the name of my team is uh, Black Cat Bicycle Club. I like the your logo on your jersey, dude. Has, like, uh, I love it, dude. I could get into all those stories, too, but we'll be here for another hour, <laughs> and um, which we might be already. But anyway, um, and I just literally, that name just popped in my head. I ran through a few things, and those words came together, and I was like, you know what? That sounds kind of good. And I thought about using the word club just to differentiate a little bit because every race team uses racing or team or blah 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 and I was like you know what bicycle club that sounds kind of cool but but it'll be but I want it to be a serious race team and I get people asking me all the time oh I've got this you know I love riding around the lake and you know some days I'll do 10 miles and I'm like no 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 we're we're a legit racing team we're not just uh pedaling around to the fucking coffee shop club we're actually a race team but we're called a club just for being whatever but anyway i started that a couple years ago i started with just a few of us and um added a few more and then uh this past we only add people once a year um and this past uh new year's how many do y'all have now right now we got 13 13 people and um here at the end of this year, so we kind of, you kind of, you're, you know you coordinate and you know get people together and like, oh yeah, do it, so we like, basically it's like another job, like a part time little job. It kind of is. Like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind fun. of a fun job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, there's 13 of us, and I mean, yeah, we're just a Facebook page is all we are. Okay. And basically, just like you know, hey, here's this race coming up. Who so, wants to go? Yeah, for everyone who wants to, you know, tell us the Facebook page. You know, if anyone. Well, wants it's to a secret it. page. Well, uh, we have a fan page. We have a fan okay. page. What is that? Um. You know, you can't just like throw your shit out there for everybody to be grabbing onto. Yeah. Um, it's just basically uh, Black Cat Bicycle Club um, nice. on Facebook. Okay. Look it up, and like I said, you'll go to our fan page, and then we have our secret group, which is team only, and blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. But yeah, basically, we just keep track of races, and hey, here's this one coming up. Who wants to go? And y'all just do stuff like kind of locally up in Dallas, or y'all travel? Around we'll go all over. How about um, Louisiana? Y'all have to go to like there's not a, or anything like no, that. No, I don't know of a lot of. Um, I heard there's some badass trails over there. I've never, I've never, I've never ridden, I've never ridden off road down there. Really, Rustin, Rustin. I have heard of Rustin. There, you, there used to be an XC race uh-huh. um, that that a lot of people in Dallas would locally go to. It was just we called it the Rustin race, um, but I've ne- but I never went. I never went. I've never been down to Rustin, but I remember some pictures and it looked pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll de- we'll stay local around DFW. We do a lot of stuff up in Arkansas. Arkansas is fucking legit for I've riding. I've heard that, dude. <laughs> well, Northwest Arkansas right now, up around Rogers and um, up that area, is like a. A booming mountain bike mecca right now. What? Yes. Yeah, for real. Like a buddy of mine, that you, one of my best friends on Big Pig, mm-hmm. um, that used to live in Dallas. Uh, they live up in Rogers, Arkansas, right now, and he actually works for a company that he gets paid to build mountain bike trails. 
That's all he does. And he makes decent money. I yeah. mean, and they have so many projects, he, he won't be out of work for years, yeah. which is cool. But um, we go up into Arkansas and do races. There's a lot of good stuff up there. We'll go, we'll go down to um, Austin area. There's a lot of good trails down there, a lot of good races. I mean, we drove one, one weekend we drove up to fucking Wisconsin for a 24-hour race. What? Dude, that's far. Yeah, it was a 19-hour drive. Oh, so we drove 19 God, hours, dude. we did a 24-hour race, and immediately drove 19 hours back. Dude. We were whipped. All right, so, all right, I guess go to the, the, the 24-hour race. Do you do them solo or with a team, usually? Have you done one, you can you do, done one solo? You've done one solo. I always do solo, and I'll tell you why. I'll all tell right. you why. Let's go into that. Um, 24-hour racing, basically what it is, they're theoretically um, – Saturday at noon, the race will start. Sunday at noon, the race will end. Yeah. 24 hours. Um, a lot of people, there's several different ways you can do it. You can do it solo, where you are by yourself. You do whatever you can do in 24 hours' time. You can do a team, and a lot of the team options are uh, two-man, four-man. They even have an eight-man team. Um, I don't like doing um, a multi-person team because then you got to worry about what everybody else is doing plus yourself. Yeah. You know, if if John Smith is out on a fucking lap and he's supposed to be doing a one-hour lap time and it's an hour and 45 minutes, he's not back yet, and you're suited up, ready to go, you can't do anything until that motherfucker makes it back. Yeah. Vice versa, if somebody's doing a one-hour, 15-lap time and he comes back in 50 minutes and you're not ready to go, it's just I, I don't like messing with other people. I want to do what I need to do, what I want to do. I want to come sit down, get a bite to eat, take off again, you know? All right, what are like like these uh, these these loops? How far are they usually? Like, did you have to do? They'll usually. It just like depends on the trail. Loop, ten mile loop. What's the most you ever had to do? Like a whole loop. Uh, it, you know what? I'll tell you. Um, it just it depends on the course, yeah. and a, you, pretty standard is going to be an eight to twelve mile loop, and okay. twelve is even a little bit far. Yeah. But That's we just, went to um, a couple years ago. We went to twenty four hour nationals in uh, Gallup, New Mexico. And that one was crazy because it was a 20-mile loop. It was a 20-mile lap length. So you're turning. On mountain trails. So you're turning. And, I, and it, was good, it was a good amount of elevation. I mean, I think it was like 2,000 feet per lap. So, um, so you're turning hour 50, two-hour lap times. So when you get back off the lap, you're fucking whipped, dude. I'm sure. Dude. Yeah, that's a lot. And yeah. I remember when it got on into the second half of the race, you know, past hour 12 or whatever, What's you know, the into the night. Like? What was the weather? Oh, it was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful At there. At nighttime, it dropped, though, right? It was perfect riding weather. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And it, but ooh, I don't remember what time of year it was. It was nice. It wasn't winter, and it wasn't summer. So it must have been fall or spring. Yeah. I think it was fall time, but it was perfect. I think... I think the spread was from like maybe 65 to 80. I mean, it was perf- just perfect weather, weather from day to night. Um, but, yeah, that was a good race. And, um, yeah, you mentioned. Uh, How many the, do you think you've done, dude, 24-hour races off the top of your head? How many have started or completed? I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> That's a different Both. story. Add it all together. Add it all together. I'm, I've probably done, t- and this is over an you know, uh, eight-year span now. Um, I've probably done 15 or 20. So maybe 24. Yeah, I don't do as many. I haven't, I, haven't, I haven't actually done one in probably a year and a half, two years. But they're not, 
they're not as popular anymore. So there's only one or two to choose from in Here, the in the races. racing year. Oh, yeah, okay. or almost anywhere. Yeah. You know, they used to be a lot more popular. They were popular back like I yeah in the millennia, maybe a little bit. Well, yeah, early um, let's say late. 2000s, early 2010s. There were a couple people I knew that were doing them too. Yeah, like, they were ultra popular. That was kind of the height. To do one, dude, because that's like a, that's a real test of endurance, dude. It is. Well, well, like I was saying, nowadays the the test of endurance has stepped up. People are doing the, um, like, you know, the the ultra endurance, yeah, ultra mountain endurance. bike stuff, like Riding you know, several several hundred miles, yeah. like the like the TNGA, the Trans North Georgia, yeah, which is which is from border to border. And I mean, it's crazy, crazy fucking distances. Um, I'm going back to do the OT100 in September, what? and that what one. That, well, I've done that one before, and I and I called it quits about one in the morning at 80 miles. Dude, and you're that almost one, there. Uh, dude, oh, you got no idea, man. That race is fucking crazy. It's uh, Missouri. It's on the Ozark Trail. 100 miles. 15,000 feet of elevation gain. Oh, my God. 15,005, actually. So almost 16,000 of elevation gain. Not change, gain. Anyway, yeah, that race, it got to be about 1 in the morning. I was out of food, out of water. My fucking, my GPS was out, and my light, my light was blinking. And I'd gone through two batteries of light. I got to that checkpoint, and mentally, I was cashed. The woods were closing in on me. I was getting claustrophobic. I got to that checkpoint. They were like, hey, man, you're doing great. How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, and I was you. like, fuck you. <laughs> they were like, hey, you're going to keep going. You're almost there. I was that like, was no. Crazy. I said, I'm sitting in that motherfucking chair, and in about 30 minutes, one of you fuckers going to put me in that truck and take me to the end. <laughs> That's all that's happening. They were like, no, you can take a rest, and some people are taking a nap. I was like, nope. I'm done. Hey, I'm dude. out. So I mean... I, I love that kind of shit, dude. But, I eat it up, dude. I can't. I, I eat it up. Enough. At the same time, like it, it, it does something to you mentally, physically. It, it turns you into somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And people will never understand that. Not until you do it. Not until you do it. Not until you do it. I mean, I've done some races before. I, I was racing adventure races. Yeah. I did a couple. Yeah, of those. you've done a lot of that stuff. And, I had to drop out both of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I fucking ran out of water and was lost in the woods with a. It compass. takes a lot of prep, man. It takes a yeah. lot of prep. Like I didn't even get past like stage four, dude. Like I mean, there was like ten state, like twelve hour race. Uh, they had twenty four hour race. I did two twelve hour races, and I didn't last six hours. Yeah. I mean, that's how hard it was. Yeah. Like I was like, I was I did it with my brother and a friend. It was an adventure. Yeah. In the middle of no, you know, in the woods and yeah. your kayak and your mountain bike and you're running and yeah. you have to jump in the water and swim. And, which and you're, kayak, you're a good swimmer too. I could swim. Yeah. I'm not a great See, swimmer, I can't. Yeah. See, I, I would swim. love to do an Xterra. You know, oh, me too. I would Let's do one one day, dude. I can't swim. Oh, fuck. You know what? You know what? We'll do a team Xterra if you do the swimming part. Oh, dude, I want to ride the trails, though. Uh, you know what? I'll even do the running. I did. What? I tried trail running for a little while. I decided it was stupid. I but fucking love trail running, dude. I love trail. I, I, love I do. I do running. enjoy it, but it's really fucking hard on my feet and knees, man. I can't take it. I, I can't love, take it. Like, uh, but the swimming part, yeah, I'll be. I'll die, like in a fucking and I and I hate like water that's not in a pool. 
<laughs> like we're down here at Galveston, and I don't even go in the ocean. Yeah. I, I, I I'm such hey, a pussy about I it. I don't go in the water too. Like <clears throat> I never did, but uh, I've just recently taken up surfing. So yeah. Like, uh, but the water's just been really calm, so I haven't been out there to. But I got my board. I'm ready to go. Whenever yeah. The waves start. I got to wait till a hurricane like stirs up in the Gulf. Well, that's the only time we're gonna get waves big enough. Yeah. So, <laughs> so okay. So uh, man, I mean these races. I have an understanding from doing other events that put of the endurance mind. aspect. Yeah, of the yes. endurance aspect. But I've never done a 24-hour mountain bike. I mean, I've been out and I've I've ridden trails for like six, seven hours, and like yeah. put a beating on your ass riding that long too. You yeah, know, like, yeah. But I couldn't imagine like 24 hours of just going and going. Actually, when I I went oh when we went to Vegas. Oh shit! Are we gonna go into Vegas? Oh, I forgot. Uh, we, I just, all right. Tell me if you remember this. Just tell me if you remember this. That that was something else. We got to Vegas. We stayed. Uh, me, Mike, and I went to Vegas one year back in two thousand two. It was before the NAC because I went out there to scout for sponsors at Interbike. Now you're talking. Well, yeah, we went to Interbike. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we were at the Vagabond. Remember where we had our hotel? Uh, <laughs> that dude rolled up. He was the current single-speed mountain bike champion. Holy shit, I don't remember that. What? You don't, dude? I wish I did. He was, I think he was right. Was it like when a, we were checking in or when we were yeah, already there? Like he, he rolled up to Vegas with a flat tire, didn't have a tube. Like, I guess, I don't know, he caught a ride or something. He was like this kind of burly dude. He had a beard. He was really slim, like, you know, aerobic-type dude. Yeah. Tell, but he was like the... The 24-hour champion, single-speed mountain or single-speed mountain bike champion. Like he was going places, and dude, I can't believe you don't remember this because like I, I had, wish I did, man. I had conversation. I had a conversation with him, and he was telling me something about he was doing this single-speed across Alaska, like on his mountain bike. Wow. And I forgot his name though, man. But he was very. I did, man. There's so many guys. There's so many people yeah. who are doing extraordinary things these days. Yeah. You know? But this was back in 2002. And for a second, I kind of put myself in his shoes. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I was, like, vicariously going. Yeah. Because he was telling me about some of the, the races that he did. And I was just like, I cannot believe this. Like, this dude is yeah. this is insane, like, what he's telling me right and now. It, 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 and it is crazy because back, like you said, back before you get into doing anything like that, you just, you can't wrap your head around it. Even when I joined, when I first started mountain bike racing seriously and joined Big Pig, you know, those guys, like I said, back then, you know, 24-hour racing was big. And I couldn't even I couldn't even wrap my head around that. The first race I did on that team was just a four-hour. Uh, you know, it was, yeah. a, it, was a, it was a six- and four-hour race. You know, just one of the local fucking doorbell races. And uh, I did the four-hour. And I, I did well. I placed third. Oh, but yeah. that's because there wasn't a lot of motherfuckers doing the four. <laughs> Everybody was doing the six-hour. Yeah. And I was doing the four-hour. But even that, that was a giant push for me. Yeah. You know, and um, but yeah, and I actually I think and I n- nobody from Big Pig's gonna hear this probably, but I but I thank them for getting me to where I am now, where I have my own fucking I have my own race team where I manage a bunch of motherfuckers, uh-huh. and and you know that that led me to this, and I love that, you know, I mean it's it's a kind of a kind of a parallel to you know me you know meeting you and getting me into the messenger scene and stuff you know it is a parallel involving bicycles you know it's that kind of deal so um fucking vegas man 
Fucking Nikki, dude. Oh, yeah. I, we can't get into that, but fucking Nikki. I love that girl. Nikila. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I, I plan to go visit her real soon here. That would be a great one. She rides a lot still. She does. She she's rides in and out there. of work. She teaches spin class out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, she's always telling me, it's like, dude, you ever want to come? I got a place to stay. We can go ride in. It's like, dude, I'm going to take you up on that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I go out there and visit. I love that because <clears> I don't even gamble. Like, I, I yeah. I love being out there. And I, actually, I want to take on that, you know, the, the out of Vegas riding, like do some road riding, do some trail riding. Dude, I would there. love to take a bike and go hit some trails in yeah. Vegas. Yeah. I I remember, do you remember every aspect of Vegas when we went? Because oh, that was cool. Because remember, there was a race out there too. I remember. Well, that's back when that's back when we were on the um, IFBMA. Yeah. When everybody was on that chat thing. Yeah. And remember, messengers from all over the place. Yeah, we were just like, we were just like, let's swarm Interbike in Vegas. And it was you, I Yeti. Saw a bunch of fools that I travel with all over Europe. There were some Europeans. And we all there. just we swarmed Vegas. Yeah. And I remember I met you and Yeti at the airport. Yeah. We pulled our shit out of a box, yeah. put our bikes together in the airport, and rode out. Yeah. That was that was protocol. That's how I, that's how we usually traveled everywhere. Me See, that was Yeti. that was big for me. Yeah. That we, was big. We rolled up to any city on our you know in a bike box and we put our bikes together at the bike at the airport. We just ride from the airport wherever. And we fucked up that Vagabond Hotel, dude. Oh, dude. Remember when the, the cutters coffee, came? The cutters? The cutters showed up. The cutters were jumping off the fucking four-story roof yes, into, into the, the pool. pool didn't they take down the didn't they take down the adjoining wall between their hotel rooms? I think so, like running through that motherfucker. Like they knocked a hole yeah. in the wall. Yeah. Those fuckers were they were like smoke, insane, they were dude. Smoking rock and Oh, they were fucked. They got on the freeway. With their bikes, they were riding on the freeway, fucked up oh, on yeah. meth or some shit. Yeah, they were totally out there. Like, I remember we, le- this is a story I heard. We left, both, all of us, because I think me and you were. You guys left before me because I had to hang at Nikki's place, and she had to, she worked at that bike shop. Oh, yeah. She had to help me get a box because I didn't have a box to put my bike back in. But you guys left that morning. I left in the afternoon. Just yeah. flights. Well, I remember we actually checked out of the hotel room. Right before the cops showed up to the, because I heard this story from somebody else, the cops showed up at the vagabond, kicked door. <laughs> I remember that door, like the the cutter's room. Yeah, and, like arrested some of those guys. Like some of those fools were there for a week in jail. Yeah, yeah. Our the story goes like, uh, and then they had rode up there in a, like a RV. Like, yeah, like an old school. It RV. was an old. It was an old bus. Yeah, it was an old yeah. short bus or yeah. something. Yeah, and. and um, yeah, they were just out of fucking control. Hey, some of those guys were really cool, though. They were, but, but there was some, some of those dudes were out of fucking control. Dude. Like, like, even to me and you, like who were in the messenger scene and everything, we were like, "Fuck those dudes! That's too much. That is too much." <laughs> they were extraordinary, dude. Like, they took they, it to another level. They came to Houston, like about six of them for the NAC. I know. And they fucking wrecked shop here. Like they yeah. traveled heavy. Everywhere I traveled, at least five or six of them showed up, and they fucked it up. They were ba- they no shit. They were the fucking hell's angels. They were of, of bike, bike messengers. messengers. Yeah. They were. And I, you know, we we were. Con- I guess we we were tame compared to them because me, Squirrel, Yeti. 
and whoever else Butch came with this. I mean, we we partied pretty hard with everyone, but those guys. No, like, that was they went I mean, with the they they went with the purpose of yeah, destroying destroying shit, dude. You remember one of those guys? Do you remember their lo- theme song when we were no. in Vegas? No, what was it? That song I'm sure you heard Chewbacca. Oh, yeah, like punk rock song. Yeah, I don't know who sang it, but I, I remember that they just they were they had that song on repeat and they were just like jamming, yeah, out, taking liquor bottles to the head. Oh my god, dude! Beers, drunk. High, How the hell stoned. did they find their way to the four story fucking roof of the hotel? Know. And they were jumping off. And I mean, jump. I mean. And they were fucked up. Were this fucked wasn't up. like I need to focus and hit the pool. Yeah, you know this was. Let's see what happens. Fucking jump off, dude. <laughs> Didn't yeah. one guy almost hit the edge? Yeah, that's why they they got we all got kicked. Well, they the next day like, we left before raided. we yeah. all checked it was out that night because everyone was leaving the next day. Because I remember the guys in the front office. They were like, "Hey." Yeah. You guys need to fucking cool it. That room was cool, though, dude. We, were, we had a good room, yeah, man. We were right in front of the Treasure Island, so the yeah. show would go off right in front of our room. Exactly. Like the hour and the hour. That's when I found out that Yeti had giant fucking bunions on his toes. Oh. Remember that shit? He had those Yeti feet. He had those Yeti feet. It was like that big knob off the side of his big toe. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And I was like, and I remember asking him, how the fuck do you put shoes on? Yeah. Because that fucker stuck out two or three inches. Yeah. I was like, you have custom tailored <laughs> shoes? <laughs> Do you remember? I did. I remember saying that. Because he was like, ah, fuck that, man. You remember one of those cutters motherfuckers lost his shit because he couldn't find his hat? Oh, yeah. He had that. Remember, they all had that fucking bent up fucking. I don't know how, but when I got home, that hat was in my fucking luggage. I don't know how it ended up there. You still have it? No, I don't. Uh, and I know I don't because we just moved, so I've gone through everything. You probably, if you had it, dude, you should post it up. Say, hey, I found this. Are, they, are the cutters even still around? Yeah, they're still. Is they, that still a thing? I mean, they exist. You know, I'm sure it's not like it used to be. No, no, we're talking Because that was the heyday. That was 15 years ago. Yeah, that was the heyday. 15, so. 16 years ago. But that's, yeah, that's when there were, actually, there were a lot of bike messengers just I remember around the there, world that day. Well, there in Vegas, there was that one dude. I remember a guy showed up from Philly. Kind of a kind of a Native American looking dude, or maybe he's just fucking Mexican. I don't know. But anyway, that guy showed up. The cutter showed up from Vegas, from a from a San Fran, uh, Houston, Dallas. And then there was there were some Scotland messengers. Was there? Yeah, and some Dublin messengers there. Uh, See, there but, was a bunch. But of that's us, but that's how that's how DC messengers. Were I there. mean, there was a guy from DC. Mm-hmm. But that's how that old message board for the IFBMA. That's how it spread out. I mean, those yeah. fuckers traveled the pond to do this weird thing. We're going to take over Interbike. Yeah. I remember last day of Interbike. You remember all of us going through Interbike, and we were just just roaming through, and, and the cutters fucked up something. Remember the cutters destroyed a display at Interbike? They fucking, like, knocked over a display of, like, this fucking $3,000 fucking prototype carbon fucking road bike. They fucked it up. But I remember there was one of those cutters the last day. They were packing up Interbike. We walked by the sock guy table, and there was nobody there, and there was a table which is like a fucking mound of socks. We just fucking we just fucking armloaded our a bunch of socks into this bag. I still have some of those socks because I I wear socks to the till like at least three of my fucking toes are sticking out. 
Um, but we arm loaded all those socks off the table. We were like, interbike done, out. <laughs> we were gone. Yeah, I remember that year. Uh, there was that one dude that came with the cutters who was brazing his own frames. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, there's yeah, no I way I'm going to remember who yeah. he was, but he was building nice shit. Yeah. Like, he actually had skills. Yeah. But it was me and that dude that fucking cleaned off the sock guy table. And literally, I mean, it was packing up anyway. We were like, okay, yeah, that's our like, cue. Yeah. We're out. Yeah. So It was cool, man. That was the first time. I actually got invited a couple times to go to Interbike through other bike shops here in town. Like, they were yeah. like, hey, I can't make it to Interbike. You want my ticket? And you see, I want to go back. I, I really want to go back. Hey, actually, I've actually fallen off of the, the bike, like, with the technology. With the, the industry technology. and yeah, stuff. with, like... There's so much shit out there today. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? You, like, need new tools to change out yeah. all kinds of parts. And see, of just through my racing, I keep up with all that stuff. Uh, see, I, all that stuff. And I'm it still, is... Look at that, that it's, old Raleigh frame. Like, that, I, have oh, tools, I, know. I have tools to take apart that whole thing, but, like... Well, it's funny. Know, I, I'm looking at all your bikes sitting around, and you, there's not a disc brake to be found. I so. actually do on uh, Bianchi. That have, I have oh, okay. mechanical disc brakes sometimes. Hey, I like the mechanical disc I do they, like mechanical. They work. Yeah. So, but anyway. But, yeah, like, I, I don't... I mean, I kind of went through that phase of hydraulic, even hydraulic V brakes. You remember those? Oh, the like, the Maguras. Yeah. The yeah. Maguras. Yeah. The yeah. fucking rim crushers. Yeah. It was so much hydraulic pressure, they would crush. They would I fucking. Had that happen to me. Uh, well, I mean, I think it was a lot of downhill guys. Yeah. Because that was like the downhill brake back in the day before disc brakes became super popular, and they would use those racing downhill. And if you're fucking flying downhill and you squeeze on those too hard, you're gonna crush those rims in. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a whole other thing. Like, I so. had some of those. But, yeah, I kind of, I just wanted to stay with the simplicity of, you know. I, yeah. I, just, I like old, I like old frames. I like, uh, I like to work with things that I have tools for. Like, I don't want to have to go buy a fucking whole oh, new I know. set just to work on some, something new. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, even my work bike, it's a, uh, I work on a, on a cross frame. Um, that I've got set up single speed as adjustable dropouts and stuff, and I've got a, just a single disc brake in the back, and it's a cable brake. You know, I just don't want. I don't want. It's simple. Yeah. You know, going back to your simplicity and being a messenger and stuff. Yeah, yeah, how yeah. we've set up our stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's modern frame, modern technology, and all that, whatever. But it's just a single disc brake, and I do the disc brake because rim brakes. You know, in wet weather. You got no brakes. I mean, with the weather and with the wetness and the filth in downtown, oh, yeah. you'll end up with no brakes. So that's why I do the disc brake. In the wet I weather, you've always got brakes. Dude, like yeah. Actually, I bought that bike right before I retired from bike messaging. I was like, I need a single speed bike with disc brakes. Yeah. That like, that would be the ultimate bike. And you know what? And it is. Yeah. That's what I use. Yeah. It is just a just a little riser bar. Yeah. Not super slim like yeah. we used to use, yeah. where you're basically compressing your yeah. chest and can't breathe. But that, yeah, yeah. just but riser I mean, bars. Now these days, like my fuckers riding with handlebars. Yeah, so that's two stupid. Feet, three feet wide. I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, those are how are you gonna like fit bars, in between? How are you, you gonna know? fit in between like, anything? Like riding bikes with three feet wide. There again, it's it's these stupid fucking hipsters oh, nowadays. That's insane. Yeah, they don't they don't know how to like do real shit. Dude. I'm seriously, it's, it's literally like this wide. Yeah, like you're, you're that far. Oh, I know. So. so, but actually, two things, real quick. Yeah. Give me one of your craziest moments in downtown Dallas. Like crazy, like oh my god, I can't believe this shit just happened. Whether if you saw death. An accident, someone jump off a building, somebody on LSD naked on top of a building. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, uh, I got police so... Police chase? Just a, well, I, you know, police yeah. chases are all the fucking time. Yeah. 
Um, I got two, well, I got two stories. Okay, I got two that I'll tell you about. First of all, people jumping off a building, that, that still happens once yeah, every two years. It happens. In, it happens every once every two yeah, years. Someone will jump off. Uh, just a couple years ago, there was a guy that jumped off of a parking garage and in a slim opening right on the dark tracks the on our transit train, I mean, he barely missed an awning and this, that, and the other and just right in front of a 7-Eleven. But anyway, um, okay. Two, I want to think I was in Dallas one time visiting and someone had just jumped off. I was throwing a race. It was one of my races. Yes, yes. It was one of my races. And the morning, we were at Thanksgiving Square. Uh-huh. Uh, just this big triangle uh, park that. right in the middle. Remember the three bells? Uh-huh. Remember the uh-huh. bells were there? Yeah. Right across the tracks from that is the uh, TXU building. Uh There were some guys uh, window washing up on a Saturday. They were up there window washing, and one of the dude was, they were talking, and one of the guys was like, oh, what was me? My wife left me. My dog's dead. Somebody stole my truck, blah, blah, blah. He unclipped and whoop, just jumped off. I remember that. And that happened about 30 minutes before the the fucking start of our race. Yes, I remember that. Now, see, if you wouldn't have brought that up, I would have never remembered that. Well, you want, there's there's a crazy story. There's one. I'll tell you one thing. Um, This happened just a couple years ago in one of the parks, and I'll keep it short, but in one of the parks, there was this fucking, it was a bum, it wasn't a bum fight, but it was a bum argument. <laughs> and it was like these two dudes and a girl. It was like these two dudes and a girl. And this one guy was super upset because his girl, I guess they were, you know, homeless dating. She slept with this other dude. So this guy's just fucking raged out. He's like, I could fuck everybody. My life sucks. Blah, 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 blah. And he stands there and starts choking himself. <laughs> and, and they're probably all fucked up. I mean, literally, he turns fucking purple. He chokes himself, and the other and the other two are like, the other dude's like, oh man, come on, man, don't do that. And she's yelling at him, not trying to stop him, just like, fuck you, you should stop doing that. You're a dick, blah blah blah. And he's just he's turning purple. And by that time, somebody had called the cops, or the fucking courtesy patrol showed up, and they stopped the whole thing. You know, I've never. It was crazy though. I've never, yeah, that sounds crazy. Like I've never seen anyone like literally get their hands and. Oh, he was out. going to town on himself, dude, and not in the good way. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, he was tearing himself up. Joking around, going like this, you know. With uh, he was just sitting there. I'm turning blue. He was serious. He was serious. Like if nobody had showed up and stopped him, I think he would have killed himself that way. Oh my god. Which is probably a terrible way he to go. Out first. You know, he would have passed. Yeah, yeah, probably, but. Man, that sounds. That's crazy. a pretty I, crazy I, I, one. I've never heard that story before. Like I mean, well, I've heard all kind. Of, I've seen crazy stuff in downtown, but I've never heard of someone trying to jump themselves out. He he was doing it. He was doing it. I mean, as far as being run over and stuff, I I'm still doing it. I almost got ran over fucking Friday, Thursday or Friday. So <laughs> it happens all. You know, it happens all the time. You're not going to get away from that. So. All right. Last question. Yes. What is the funniest moment? I'll give you like t- you know 20 seconds just to think about like. Whether you interacted with another courier, something that had you rolling on the fucking ground, like dying, oh, laughing, shit. tears are coming out of your eyes, or someone played a prank on somebody, there was a ton of that. And always, anywhere you go, I've been to other cities and hung out with other bike masters, and someone always does something so okay. funny. Okay, I got sure. I got a couple, and I'll keep it short. Do you remember? You know, Nate. Nate, oh yeah. Nate, Nate Durr. Yeah, 
AKA, AKA, yeah, AKA court date Nate. Because that fucker would always get helmet tickets and he's always have to take time off to go to the court to fight a helmet ticket. Coordinate date. And he's going to deny that one because he hates that nickname, but it's, it's, it's real. Okay, Nate and Adam. You remember Adam? Oh, yeah. Adam Connie. Shout out to Adam, dude. Uh, he's, he's not on Facebook anymore. He's a bitch. But anyway, I love that. I love Adam. He lives in SD, though, right? Same he lives in LA. Oh, LA. I think he's in LA. He's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, yeah. He's actually pretty funny. Yeah, he is funny. Um, and he's eased up a lot from what he used to be. But anyway, they would always butt heads because they were um, they were both big personalities. Yeah. You know, they were always butting heads. Mm-hmm. And Adam always thought people were being fucking racist against him and shit. And we're like, dude, you need to ease the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Like one time, he was talking about date, and I'm I'm going off again, but he was talking about dating some girl. Or, or trying to flirt with some girl or whatever, and he told and he told this girl something just completely ridiculous. And I was like, dude, I don't know how you don't end up with more black eyes. And he's like, what do you mean black eyes? What do you mean black eyes? Like a nigger eye, blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, a black fucking eye. Like if someone hits you in the eye, chill the fuck out. Everything, if you said the word black, you were being racist. But anyway, Nate and Adam were always opposing forces. And Adam was sitting in a chair at the corner, at Courier Corner. Adam was sitting down, and Nate was standing over and fucking bitching about something. They were going back and forth. And Adam said something like, I'm about to get up in this chair if you do one more fucking thing. And Nate reaches over and flicks him in the air. And they jump up and start going. They start swinging, dude. What? At the Courier Corner? Yeah. They start swinging. And there's always, right there by the corner, there's a parking garage just like 100 yards down. Um, there's, in the afternoons, there's always a, a cop to direct traffic, you know, in, out of the garage and onto the street. He sees that, and he starts just kind of walking down there, and he's, and he's still directing traffic. He's a cool guy. But anyway, and they, they call it quits before he gets there, and he's like, hey, you guys chill the fuck out. But anyway, it was funny because Adam was just like, you do one more fucking thing, and Nate flicks him in the ear. And that was, uh, we were dying. <laughs> We were dying, and there's probably other stories that are just as funny, but that's that's what popped in my head. Yeah. Actually, I haven't seen. Hey, when did Adam move to, to? He moved to San Diego first. He may have. I'm not sure. Um, and then, uh, no, I didn't know. He's he been gone for a minute. Yeah, he's been, he'd been gone for a years. minute. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever meet Micah? I want to say he I was kind of a little quiet guy. He uh, he wasn't down he there for a glasses? long time. No, no, but he was. Um, Anyway, I'm I'm getting off I'm getting off base here, but Micah and I still hang out all the time. He he hasn't been a courier for ten years now, but he's actually the guy. He's on my team. He's on my race team. He's the one that does. He designs all of our kits and all that stuff. He does all of our artwork for all of our stupid bike clothing and stuff. So I love still hanging out with Micah all the damn time. So and then here's a subject. I'll bring it up next time when we go, but. We didn't even get to like the whole part. I mean, we can. We're at two hours right now. We just I know. Two hours, but um, the whole Dallas scene. Oh, uh, ground level. Ground level. There now, again, the you know, we could. Yeah, y'all did about <laughs> this will be a, no. This will be a real quick story. Okay. If that answers your question, um, like there again, there again, I we could we could cover it in in five minutes. Um, there again, humidity inspired me doing a zine, you know? And like you said, you, you, you talk about me and you being equals. You know, we did the same things. You know, you put on races down here. I put on races down here. Of course, there were other people, but I did the bulk of the races, and you did the bulk of the races, and you did the humidity, and that inspired me to do a zine, you know? Ground level. I called it ground level because at 
2200 Ross, with, it's one of the super tall buildings, and up on the 50th floor, 50th? No, 40-something, I don't know. Um, you would go to a um, um, sky lobby. It's just a big open area, and then you would take other uh, elevators up. But right there, when you go to the shuttle elevator just from the bottom to the top, right there it said ground level. Like, this is where you go to go down to the ground level. That was just a cool name. Yeah. So that was the name of our zine. We only did two issues. No, dude. I thought you did. No, 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 no. No. We only did two issues. Me and Zena put it yeah, together. Zena, I remember. Me and Zena put it together, and Andy did all the copy-paste because yeah. uh, he had an Apple. Yeah. Because he had the big fucking purple clear Apple uh, back then, yeah. you know? He had the computer for it. Yeah. We did two issues. We, we put together a third, but... Uh, Andy didn't want to do it or got sick of doing it and then Zena got frustrated with that I think we all just were like ah fuck it and it never made it to paper it was a lot of work dude it was, I think that's I mean, why we all got frustrated with it it was a lot of fucking work it was, I, you know I did it for quite some time I've still got my two issues no, and I, I had mine too in the okay. box. I'm, well, there again, I'm glad to hear that there's some still around. Yeah, I still have so, mine. So. Yeah, so. Well, cool, man. Yeah. I'd like to talk more about that, you know, maybe the next time I see you. Yeah, we'll do another. Let's so. go ahead and uh, wrap that up, dude. Actually, this has been the longest one so far. Two hours so far and three minutes. Man. I'm just going uh, you know, to. I can go off on talking, dude. <laughs> Me too. So. Yeah. But thank you, Mike, for actually taking some time to coming down, you know, from being in Galveston and driving up to Man, I, I can't come. tell you how happy I am to do this. I've been looking forward to it cool, since you started cool. doing this. Yeah, so. like I had some more stuff I want to talk about. We could say that for another day. Yeah. And uh, Episode two. Thank you for all the inspiration, dude, of your style and your creativity because that actually – that rubbed off on me well, and everything else you did. Likewise. We're, we're sitting the, here. From VWs to, you know, bike messenger shit to uh, tricking out bikes. Like, you know, you were a, a big inspiration. Well, likewise with the whole messenger thing back in the day. And we're sitting here stroking each other off. But, <laughs> but seriously, but seriously, I appreciate you yeah. kept me in this lifestyle and why I'm still doing this job today. And we're no, sitting here talking yeah. about it. So, Well, cool, man. One love. Uh, guys, we're wrapping up issue number episode number ten, and uh, stay tuned. Uh, this probably won't get dropped for a, a little minute, but it'll be out there soon. So, uh, thanks a lot. Any last words? No, no. <laughs> I got nothing. All right, guys. Peace out. We're out. Late.